sports, and more. is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you I am excited that we get to get out here this evening and then watch football for the first time. Since everything has happened and everything's went crazy, I'm glad to be here alongside my buddy Jacob Sims. First time being out here. Jacob, what you looking forward to this evening? I'm looking forward to live sports. We hadn't seen it since March, and it's a beautiful night for some football here in Woodland, Alabama. Man, I heard that. We definitely ain't lacking in vitamin C uh, because it is a hot one out here, and there is plenty of sun to go around. So hopefully that will go down here within the next 18 minutes so that way, you know, we won't go blind looking at the sun. So, so uh, well, Jacob, well, what's something that you think that the Wolves are going to do this season that they haven't done in the past that will really boost this team in the right direction? Well, like last year, we were up in some games at halftime and kind of slowed down in the second half. We need to look to uh, complete games, full 48-minute games, and it all starts with, you know, finishing plays, not quitting, and we'll, we'll win some games this year if we play complete games. That's right. We, we were looking earlier, and these teams have actually played four times in their school's history, and they're knotted up. They both won two and lost two. Fellow actually taking last year's win, 17-8. to eight. What do you expect to see in this game uh, specifically? Uh, is it going to be the same as last year? You think Woodland comes out on top? What What are you thinking? I think Fayetteville has a chance, and it all starts with Pacey to Loach and the backfield, you know, anchored by uh, Brady Ritchie and the line uh, anchored by Blake Ritchie. And uh, your tight end is Jacob Weiss. He's senior leadership will be key this year. Yeah, these guys, uh, there's a lot of them. They actually graduated last year. Some key losses for them was uh, Trevor DeLoach, Tanner Harry, and, and Blake Manchin. Those guys really made an impact. But they've had a lot of guys. I was talking to Coach Limbaugh that are that's stepping up to the plate this year, um, and they can really fill those gaps. 
Uh, some guys that we're really looking forward to seeing this year is, of course, Pacey DeLoach. And, um, unfortunately, Casey and Brian will be out for a few weeks, but hopefully we'll have him back. You got Chance Owens, uh, obviously Luke White, like you said, Jacob Weiss. But we got a newcomer to the team who was a junior this year, uh, Evan Baker. I, I spent some time playing baseball with him my senior year when he was a freshman. Really great guy. Um, I've heard he's put on a little weight, so he's going to be real slippery out on the football field. And I don't know what how they're going to use him, but Coach Moore said definitely look out for him because we'll be calling his name a lot this evening. Yeah, and another key player on this team, and it's like me and you touched on earlier, is Levi Phillips, the kicker. You know, a lot of these small schools, 1A, 2A, even some 3A would pay, you know, anything to have a kicker like Levi Phillips. Oh, yeah, Levi Phillips can definitely kick the football around. I mean, I was talking with Coach Moore yesterday, and he said he regularly boots them to the back of the end zone. And you're talking about a team having to start from the 20-yard line versus a team having to start from the 35-yard line. You've automatically gained 15 yards if you can get that ball through the back of the end zone. And field goals, too. I mean, if you have a fourth down and you're on the 20-yard line and your guy can kick a 37-yard field goal, you're at an advantage in high school football or in anybody that's playing Alabama Crimson Tide, but we ain't going to touch on that this evening. But, but yeah, I really I really look forward to seeing what they're going to do with Levi and, and Evan, newcomers to the team. I really think that this team's going to be good this year, and they got a good opportunity to make a run like they did last year. That's right. Um, like I said earlier, if we complete games, play full 48 minutes, we should be in good shape and hopefully make a run in the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah, you know, Fayetteville was already in a tough region, and it just got tougher, man. They've added some tough opponents. Uh, Randolph County, I do believe, is one of them, and they still have Lafette and Lynette. Uh, had to play Horseshoe Bend again this year. These guys are in for a fight this season, but I think they can come out on top. Well, the past few years, we played B.B. Comer at the end of the year. That has now been replaced with Childersburg. And B.B. Comer is now in our region. So we'll travel to Comer in the middle of the year and hopefully have a better outcome than last year. Yeah, last year there was a lot of hype going in that game being the last game of the season. Comer actually took that game and went into the playoffs, which was you know, pretty significant. They, they haven't been in that position in a while. Their coach, Coach Fawcett, I do believe, he's doing a great job with that program. But there's nothing more than, than Febble wanting to get a win over Comer because when you're at Febble, you don't like Comer. It's a rivalry. And, and hopefully now with them adding Childersburg to the schedule, they can have a, a rivalry with Childersburg as well, who's I think set to have a pretty good season this year as well. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the end of the year to see that Childersburg game and see what we can do. I'm looking forward to this Wolves team this year. I really think that uh, that they got a chance to do something big, but you are listening to the Radio Alabama Sports Network on the uh, Federal uh, Football Pre-Game Show. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at areareallestateinc.com. 
Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Do your area is control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosapines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosapines Federal Credit Union member in CUA equal housing lender. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Folks, you're listening to the Federal Football Pregame Show on Radio Alabama Sports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Go see them guys; they do a good job uh, with all your banking needs. You need to bank these this day and age with everything being on the credit cards and debit cards and and all that good stuff. But um. I just can't say it enough how glad I am to be out here. Like we were talking about, Jacob, man, we haven't seen live sports in, I guess, six months now since March, five months. I, I don't take time to do the math on that. But, you know, I'm just looking forward to this game and to this season. And one thing that I was talking to with, with Coach John Limbaugh last night, Coach Moore, these guys, a lot of these guys on this team are baseball players. They might have ran track, man. Uh they wasn't able to give it their effort because they didn't have that sport. So they're giving it all they got out on the football field. And not only them, but every other team is that same way. So I feel like there's going to be so much energy out on the field, and these guys are going to be giving it their all. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's like Coach said, you know, a lot of, or really all of these teams in the state of Alabama, no spring football this year. Um, so I. I can only imagine what it's like in those locker rooms. Yeah, those guys really had to work hard during the summer months to make up for the uh, the lost time in spring training. But we'll take a quick break for the playing of the national anthem. You're listening to the Federal Football Kickoff Show, presented by RadioAlabama.net. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area real estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area real estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Welcome back to the Federal Football Kickoff Show on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. I'm Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett over here. And I said his last name wrong earlier. Uh, I don't know where I got Sims from, but it's Bassett, so I wanted to correct that. Our normal guy that's with us, KJ McCurley, isn't here because he wants to go to the beach this time of year. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't blame him. It's a beautiful time of year to be at the beach. Beautiful time of year, period, unless you're outside in the middle of the day because it, it's hot uh, right now, especially in Alabama, and it's hot right now where we're sitting. <laughs> yeah, we got the sun beaming down to us on the right, but it looks like it's about to go down behind those trees. Maybe it'll cool off. I sure hope so. I remember first thing I said when we got out of the truck, I was like, man, I didn't bring my sunglasses, but I'm glad that... We're not looking towards the sun, thanks to these guys over here at Woodland. They've been real friendly, getting us a good spot set up up here. And, and I was telling Jacob, because, you know, it's his first time with us, I was like, man, this is going to be the best view you have all year. We're actually on top of the press box, so everything's looking nice out here, and, and we're just ready to get this game started. Um, the uniforms for each team, you got Woodland coming out with the white helmets, the navy blue jersey with the orange lettering with a white outline with their white pants and white socks. And the visiting Federal Wolves have their gold helmets with their white jerseys, black lettering with, I think it's a gold outline on those as well, uh, white pants, and they're wearing short socks. So I can't really tell from here, but it looks like they're black. So you uh, good distinction between both teams. Won't get confused who's who, and hopefully won't have too many interceptions thrown because of a jersey mix-up, because we have had that happen in the past. Yeah, anytime you throw to the wrong player, usually it's not good. Um, but I think Pacey Deloach is a smart quarterback, so maybe we won't see many interceptions tonight thrown to the guys in the blue jerseys. Yeah, Pacey Deloach was a great player last year. Actually had to step in with an injury to Blake Manchin. I can't remember what game it was, but it was midway through the season. Did a great job. You know, he's kind of young and inexperienced, but he did a great job to not have that experience uh, under center. So now he's had time to practice. I think we're going to see a different guy out there, a guy that's he, he's smart with the football. He wants to throw before he runs, and that's something you always want with a quarterback. Yeah, you know, yeah also has that playoff experience you know he started the game against Laverne and if you're going to start against a good team in the state Laverne was definitely one of them so maybe he can build off of that in 2020 and like I said earlier push us to the playoffs at the end of the year yeah I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does uh, his brother Zeke I'm hoping gets some action uh, like I said Jacob Vice 
Looking forward to Brady Ritchie in the backfield, Seth Limbaugh. I, I was telling Coach Coach Limbaugh last night, I don't think there's any relation between those two, but I told him, I said, I want to see Seth Limbaugh run over somebody again. I, I mean, he was just trucking people left and right last year, and I love to see old-school football. I hope they line it up in the I formation a couple times uh, this evening and give it to Seth Limbaugh and let him just plunge ahead through the middle. Well, anytime you play ground and pound football like that, you always rely on that offensive line, and this year is anchored by senior Blake Ritchie, who uh, will be wearing that C on his jersey, along with uh, his brother Brady Ritchie. So I think this offense could be one of the best ones we've seen from Fayetteville in quite some time. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. Uh, we want to thank Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union for being our network sponsor, Foreign Gory for being our presenting sponsor, and, of course, Radio Alabama Sports for our pre-game, post-game, halftime, and uh, State Farm Albia Steers uh, for our scoreboard. We want to thank CAC for our starting lineups, Air Real Estate. And uh, those guys do a great job. Keep letting us come out here and do these games, which I love to do. Is as sun's finally starting to go down, it looks like we're gonna have a beautiful evening to kick off this season. And I am just excited to see some live sports again. You're listening to the Federal Football Kickoff Show on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Area Real Estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding area. Area Real Estate agents take you step by step, relieving you of stress and helping you find the perfect home. Area Real Estate online at arearealestateinc.com. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. School football brought to you by Far and Gory Injury Attorneys on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, sponsored by Area Real Estate, Renaissance Bank, Harvey's on Noble, Garris Specialties and Pawn, Oak Grove Feed and Tech, First Methodist Church, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, and Russell Chapel Baptist Church. Now, play-by-play announcer KJ McCurley and color analyst Blake Bagley.
Welcome back to the Federal Football. Well, not the kickoff show now. Now we're in the game time. Woodland's lining up to uh, kick off to the Wolves. And the Wolves are going to be receiving the ball. Not really sure who won the coin toss, but I know the Wolves will be getting the ball. And uh, one guy I want to touch on, too, that we didn't talk about earlier was Brock Edwards, the quarterback. Great job last year against the Wolves. We're going to see what he's going to do again this year. And uh, can't wait to get this underway as both teams are excited to, to see this 2020 kickoff. See here, they might try a little trickeration and give us an onside kick, but I doubt it. So they're probably going to kick it deep here to start off. Everybody making noise over here on the, the home team's side. Kicker's pointing both sides and boots it deep. And that is fielded by number 33, Brady Ritchie, who gets it out to about the 40-yard line on the right hash mark. So they're going to get set up on offense here. Good field position to open up your first drive of the year. Yeah, not bad after a little pooch kick by uh, Brady Ritchie. So let's see what Brady and the offense can do as we start on the 41-yard line. And that was number 88, Matthew Butler, on the kick right there as they line up. And Pacey's ready to get the snap here. Standing at the 35-yard line, gets the snap, hands it to Richie. Richie pounds away till about the 44-and-a-half-yard line. We'll call it the 45 for about a five-yard gain. Yeah, good job by Lane Darden right there, opening up that little seam for Brady to run through to get about four yards on that play. You know, if I'm not mistaken, I think both Darden boys are on the line. This they year. are. They're both starting on the line. They put on a little weight, too. They look, they look big up there and scary, so that's, that's always good to see as they line up in the uh, shotgun trio. And this time it's a reverse handoff to Luke White, who powers his way all the way down to Woodland's 36-yard line on the far side of the field. And uh, he just busted right through that hole that was set up by the offensive line right there. Yeah, good job by the offensive line right there. I mean, that was a hole I think we could have drove our car through. It was so wide. So yeah. Good job by the offensive line right there. I want to take a second to thank Area Real Estate, a tradition of trust. Whether you're buying or selling a home or both, your success hinges upon the expert advice and services provided by your real estate agent called Bill Farr and his staff at Area Real Estate, 256-249-3727. Real estate uh, appraisals, mortgages, services. Handed to Luke White up the middle, and this time not as quiet. As much as he got last time, it looks like he got two, maybe three yards. And he gets a generous spot as it's just over two yards, and we'll set up with a second and eight as we're about a minute and 25 seconds into this first quarter. And they line it up on the 38-yard line. Well, we'll call it the 39-yard line of Woodland for second down. Jacob, they're really liking this shotgun trio. Yeah, they've played just about every play from that formation and it's worked on a few plays and a couple of plays ago it didn't work so we'll just have to see how that three wide formation works. Well as Evan Baker just got the handoff right up the middle and he got about three yards right there. That was the guy we said we'd be calling his name and sure enough not two minutes into the game uh, we're saying his name. We've yet to see the Wolves go through the air uh, let's see what they do on this third and three from the 30-yard line of Woodland. That clock's ticking. 
Pacey gets the snap. Hands it to Luke White again on the reverse, and he's running, and oh, he's going to be taken down the far side of the field for about a two-yard loss, and this sets up Fevel with about a fourth and five situation. I don't know whether they're going to gamble and go for it, punt it, or they might bring Levi Phillips onto the field. Well, right now it's looking like they're going to go for it. Well, here comes Pacey with the play, so we'll – See where it goes. I love Coach John Limbaugh. He ain't afraid to roll the dice, and that's why they found themselves in a first-round playoff situation last year. Yeah, they're going to go for it right here. All righty. Starting, they're snapping it from the 31-yard line. Pacey drops back. Can't find anybody open. Runs to the far side of the field. Running, running. Oh, and he fumbled about two yards shy of the first down. It goes out of bounds, and that'll be Woodland football at about the 30-yard line. And, yep, the ref just gave the, uh, the signal. And, yep, it looks like it's going to be first down from the 31 for Woodland. And, uh... What did you say about that opening drive, Jacob? Well, I saw some good things and I saw some bad things. That last play, you know, that just, you know, that could have went either way. But the defense stood and now they give the ball to their offense. That's right. They're getting lined up. Quarterback Brock Edwards out there is, this ain't his first game. He gives the ball to number 30 and he pounds away. For about a 12-and-a-half yard gain out to the 43-yard line. Wow. Well, uh, first handoff, they have a gaping hole up the middle for that gain, and that was number 30, I believe, Parker Woodham, and that was Brock Edwards on the give. And uh, that was uh, Brady Ritchie on the tackle. Yeah, this federal defense, they have several guys that play both ways, but they do have more depth this year than they've had. Uh, snap coming from the 44-yard line to Edwards, sitting at the 38. Another handoff, and this time he is upended at about the 48-yard line. And uh, so that will bring up about a second-and-six situation. Yeah, great job by Dakota Ogle right there making the tackle. Oh, Dakota Ogle, that guy is a beast, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do this year as well. As they're huddling. See Steve and Jane Garris at a Garris specialty in Palm downtown Silicago with loans as low as $5. Never too early to think about tax season. Garris specialties in downtown Silicago. Snap coming from about the 49-yard line. Edwards hands it off to number 30 again, Woodham. And Woodham gets maybe, maybe two yards if we're being generous. Let's see where they give him the spot at. They will mark him at right on the 50. This will bring up third and three. And they're right where the Wolves were just a, a few plays ago. Yeah, I couldn't quite see who the first one on the tackle was, but it looked like Stephen Barrett getting up from the bottom of that pile. So good job by the defensive line right now. Is a, maybe hold him off on third down right here and let's get the ball back. Let's see if they keep it on the ground or they go through there. And the shotgun gets the snap and it's a toss out to Woodham. Woodham hits the 50, gets to about the 47 and he might have a first down but they might have to bring out the chains for this one. Yeah, we might have a measurement right now. Oh no, I guess I guess I misread that. He's well short of that first down. 
Yeah, it looks like the stick's about a yard behind the first down marker. Decision time right here for the Bobcats, and they are sending Edwards back on the field. It looks like they're going to they're gonna try to get this first down right here. So both offenses starting out right now going for it on fourth down. Yeah, very gutsy call. Edwards, they're sitting in there in the shotgun. They got a heavy set, gets the snap. Oh, it's a QB power. He's right up the middle. Gaping hole as he gets down to about the 38-yard line. Yeah, it looked like the Here turf. on the near side. Looked like the turf monster made the tackle on that play. Yeah, it did. He, I mean, there was a gaping hole up the middle. And, uh, wow, huge gain to gain some momentum as they're down to the 39-yard of Fevel here on the near side of the field. Another quick huddle. Go up to the line. They're in the shotgun yet again. And uh, he's sitting at the 45, Edwards is. Gets his now. Oh, it's a fumble in the backfield. He dives on it at the 49. And they're going to lose about 11 yards on that one. So that'll bring up second and 21. At 5.56 and ticking left to go in the first quarter. Bobcat football. And their score is knotted up at zero. Let's see here what they're going to draw up. They might finally have to go to the air with uh, senior quarterback Brock Edwards, who did a fantastic job leading this team against the Wolves last year. So let's see what uh, fate the coach has in him this year. Lining up at the 49, near side of the field. Edwards sitting back at about the 43. Guess it gives it to number 11. Dalton Bowling, who powers ahead for about three yards and a third and 18. And, Jacob, there's not a lot you can do on third and 18. Not really. I guess you'll just have to air it out and pray that somebody catches it that's wearing a blue jersey. But in our case, we hope that guy in that blue jersey, you know, drops the ball. That's what the Wolves are hoping for as well. Uh, there's a timeout on the field, so we're going to go to a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Show uh, on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be right back. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home area real estate, is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at Area Real Estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area Real Estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Welcome back to the Federal Football Game on RioBamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And on third and 18, they're going to take a snap from the near side of the field. Edwards takes it from the 46, fakes it to the right side, takes it to the left, and he powers his way, a little juking and spinning down to the 41-yard line, and they're right back about where they started. Uh, at first and 10, except it'll be fourth and 11, and I think you send on the punt unit right here. That's what I'm thinking. The first time it didn't work, it's time to try something different. Yeah, and okay. I mean, if this punter, if he has a a bomb of a leg, they're in 
20 to 25 yard range, and if he doesn't, then they might can pin him in the 10 yard line. We'll see as uh, punter number seven, Casey Smith, steps onto the field. Ooh, high snap. Ooh, that was almost blocked. Goes in the air, and it is downed. This fielded. And so, Fellows actually going to have good field position. And they're going to start out with first and 10 here at the 34 yard line. And what do you think to see, Adam, on this possession, Jacob? I need to see more uh, ball movement right here. We moved the ball pretty good, but the last couple of plays, we just couldn't get the ball moving. So, we need to work on that and let's get the ball in the end zone. Yes, sir, absolutely. We got 433 left to go in this first quarter. Score 0 to 0. We'll start now first and 10 after a short punt from the Bobcats. Shotgun trio taking it from the 34-yard line. Pacey gets the snap, hands it to Luke White. Luke White around the right side, spins around a time or two, and he gets about to the 39, maybe that we'll call it the 38. Officials give a good spot. Officials doing a great job right now letting the boys play out there. And uh, that's going to bring up about a second and six for the Wolves. And uh, they're actually taking a little time to huddle as they send number 25, Evan Baker, off the field. Break the huddle. And we'll see what they want to do as they line up in the shotgun trio set again with Luke White and Seth Limbaugh in the backfield. Pacey gets a snap, low snap, drops back. Fires one to number 38, Camden Keaton. But it was a little over his head, so we'll we'll say third and six. Yeah, we need to we need to make passes like that complete, and to do that, uh, Pacey needs to bring the ball just a little bit lower. We would have been looking at a first down right there. Yeah, you know, first time throwing this year, I get a little jittery, but we got to make that throw because uh, this ain't a Christmas present. And uh, Woodland isn't Santa Claus, so he ain't going to get it for free. Yeah, Woodland's not going to give you anything. We learned that last year. Exactly, with that close 17-8 victory. They line up from the 39 on the far side of the field in the shotgun set. Deloach gets the snap, drops back to pass, steps forward, fires over the head of Luke White and intercepted at about the 34-yard line by number 11, Dalton Bowling. Second time we called his name this evening. And, um, you know, honestly, that really wasn't that bad of an interception because with a punt they would have winded up probably about the same location, so they didn't lose much there. Yeah, but that goes back to the last play where I said that Pacey needed to bring the ball down just a little bit. There he threw it over Luke White's head, and the defense capitalized. Uh, he sure did, Jacob. Edwards is standing at the 30, or the 28, rather. Oh, and there's a movement on the line. Wolves are saying it's Woodland, and I think this one's coming back five yards. Yeah, I didn't quite see who on Woodland moved, but I, I saw Jacob Bass jump. Oh, yeah. So you got to think that it was somebody on his side of the football that got that early start. Yes, sir. Uh, I 100% agree with you, and I think the officials did too. So they're backing them up five yards. And it'll be, instead of first and 10, it will be a first and 15 from the 28. As Edwards in the shotgun set, standing at the 22-yard line, takes a snap, gives it. And he'll be gobbled up in the backfield. And he loses about a yard there, Woodham does. And uh, that'll set him up with about a second and 16. 
you don't want to go backwards, but that's what's looking like is happening on this drive with Woodland because uh, penalties never hurt your case. Yeah, great job by Blake Ritchie and uh, Dakota Ogle right there. I mean, they got it. They read the ball good and put them back even further than what they were. So now we're looking at the second and long. That's right. Edwards takes a snap from the 21, fakes it to Woodham, takes it around the left side. Blows through a big gaping hole, and he plays catch up there and gets them back to the 39-yard line on the far side of the field. But there's a yelling hanky out there, and we'll see if it's against the Wolves or if it's against Woodland. No flag. Came out of the pocket. Man, that happens sometimes. Good job by Kaysen Bryant right there, grabbing the shoestring and making that good open field tackle. Absolutely. Air Real Estate specializes in the East Central Alabama market and has a reputation for putting you the client first. Call Bill Farr and his staff at Air Real Estate, 256-249-3727, Real Estate Appraisals and Mortgage Services, com. as this snap comes from the 37-yard line of Woodland. As we're 2.22 and ticking left to go in the first quarter, 0-0. Takes a snap, fakes it to Woodham, goes around the far side of the field. Open hole. He's at the, the 40, the 30, the 25, taken down at the 22-yard line. And that'll set up Woodland with a first and 10 at the Wolves' 22-yard line. The defensive coordinator, Coach Reed, doesn't look happy. Yeah, it looked like the defense was napping on that play. Yeah, they faked them out with that fake toss to Woodham. They tried that a couple times, so this Federal Wolves team definitely going to have to to catch that and start defending that make them go through the air because, as we've seen, neither team can throw well yet this evening. As they'll bring it up, snap coming from the 22-yard line of the Wolves. Edwards sitting at the 32 and the shotgun set, takes a snap, gives it to Woodham this time. Woodham cuts up through the middle, and he's taken down at about the 19 or the 20-yard line, and Brady Ritchie there with the stop, and uh, we've called his name quite a few times. Yeah, you'll hear Brady Ritchie quite a lot this year. Yeah, he, he's one that gives effort for sure, and I heard him not having him all last year with a couple injuries here and there. See Steve and Jane Garris at Garris Specialties in Palm, downtown Sylacauga, with loans as low as $5. It's not too early to think about tax season. Garris Specialties in downtown Sylacauga. Well, from the 20-yard line in the shotgun once again, Edwards sends a man in motion, gives it to number 11, takes it around the end, and he's taken down right at the first down marker, actually hits the sticks. And and guess who it is again on the stop? That was uh, Dalton Bowling on the carry. Yep, and Brady Ritchie again, wherever that stop coming all the way from the other side of the field. Edwards looking over to the sideline to the coach, seeing what they're going to do, and he goes back to the huddle. Long huddle here. I'm glad that sun's gone down. Yes, it feels a whole lot better out here right now compared to when we first got here. It sure does. From the 22, Edwards stands, takes a snap, gives it to Woodham. Woodham powering away, and he'll be brought down at about the three-yard line on the far side of the field. And that'll set up with a first and goal for the Bobcats as this Wolves defense seems to be falling apart here late in the first quarter as there's a minute left to go. And the Bobcats, zero, Wolves, zero. And Bobcats are knocking on that door. They were wanting six. Yeah, it was 
change of possession. We need to get the defense on the sideline and readjust where they have that fire like they came out with. It looks like it's starting to diminish just a little bit. Yes, sir. They need to watch out for the run here. Is there in a shotgun? Edwards takes it around. Power. Boom. He's taken down, and he dies. Touchdown, Woodland. He jumped right across the goal line right there and in for a touchdown. Just straight through the middle of the defense right there. Yeah, they went on that QB power to the right side, and as he went to get tackled, he jumped in the air and barely made it over to Plane. As there's 37 seconds left to go in the game, and Woodland takes a 6-0 lead as they line up for the PAT. And uh, so he's going to put him out there again, except this time it's just the extra point. And he kicks it. And if there's ever been an extra point, almost not go in, that was it. But by golly, he got it through, and that's all that matters. You're listening to the Federal Football Game here on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with some more action. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. What makes Garrett Specialty special? Did you know Garrett's Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garrett's Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garrett's Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seat on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Welcome back to the Feltville High School Football Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. As Matthew Butler sends this one on a squib kick, boom, right to Brady Ritchie in the middle. Brings it up the middle and gets it to about the 39-yard line. So now they're starting out with good field position again. And, Jacob, what do you want to see out of them on this drive? We need better ball movement. We hadn't moved the ball that good the last couple of drives. We came out moving really good with Luke White with that one big run, and we just hadn't seen anything since. And we need to yeah, get this, back to that. This is our first drive out on the field uh, since Pacey DeLoach threw that interception, which was intended for actually Luke White. And so let's see what they do now. As we see Brady reaching the Bobcat. I mean, the Wildcat takes a snap up the middle, and he powers away for about three yards, up to about the 42-and-a-half, we'll say the 42-yard line. And that'll set them up with a second and seven, as that might be the final play of the first quarter. As we go nine, eight, seven, six, five, and it's ticking. Richie's sitting there, and it looks like we're going to get one more snap. Take a snap. Oh, it's a fumble. And that was actually Evan Baker back there, and that's a four-yard loss. So uh, we'll go into the second quarter with a 7 nothing score with Woodland on top and Fedbull facing about a third and 14 situation. Let's see what head coach John Limbaugh draws up right here. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with action. You're listening to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week, presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net. 
Area real estate is the obvious choice when you're in the home buying and selling process in Silicaga and the surrounding Start area. Prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back to the Federal Football High School Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, I'm not a hunter, but I need to go see them down at uh, Oak Grove Feed and, and Tack and see what they got to offer. As Richie takes a snap from the 30, he's going to drop back to pass. Throws a duck. And looks like it might be intercepted by number one, Brock Edwards, who's playing safety, it looks like. But I think that that was a drop because it was real low to the ground, and it looks like they were going to set up with fourth and 14. Yeah, that ball was very close to going the other way with a blue jersey, possibly to the house. Yeah, uh, Brady Ritchie, he, he dropped back and passed, but that that ball didn't look right coming out of his hands from the start. But with that comes action from Levi Phillips. He's going to boot it deep right here. Oh, what a snap that rolls. Barely gets it up, and it hits the helmet of another player up in the air. And Woodland barely recovers it. Yeah, well. As one of the big hefties. Number 63, Kalen Houston, who saved him right there from possibly Febble recovering the ball at the 49-yard line. Yeah, there was a lot of light jerseys around that football, just nobody awake it looked like. Yeah, it hit one of the Woodland players, but I couldn't tell which one. But uh, that was just a bad play from the start, and the Wolves need to definitely stand strong here on defense. Edwards is standing at his own 46 in the shotgun once again. Takes a snap. Tossed to Woodham around the right side. He's got a hole. He's got 5, 10 yards, and he gets a gain of about 15 before he's taken down by number 75, uh, Stephen Barrett. My bad. I couldn't get the number on that guy right there. Then, then Wolves jerseys on the sevens look more like ones. Yeah, it looks like Woodland's found something on that right side that they really like because the last few runs have gone to the right side, and it's fared pretty well for the boys in the blue jerseys. Absolutely. They've done. They've had a lot of success with that play, and it looks like they're probably going to run it again as Edward stands at the Fable 41, takes a snap. Actually, this time he gives it to number 11, and he takes it to the 30, does bowling. And this is going to bring up about a second and five situation. You know, with the success they've had running the ball, you might see them take a shot here because they know they might can get a first down run the ball on third and five. Yeah, they're getting pretty close to the end zone. And like you said, they keep running the ball. That's going to open up that playbook just a little bit. Absolutely it is as they break the huddle. 
in the shotgun once again. Edwards standing at the Wolves 37-yard line. Sends a man in motion, fakes it to Bowling, gives it to Woodleman. Dakota Ogle says no, sir, and throws him to the ground for about a three-and-a-half-yard loss, bringing up about a third-and-eight, third-and-nine situation here for the Woodland Bobcats. Yeah, it looked like Dakota Ogle just about beat the football to the ball carrier. He read that play really good. Yes, he did, and that was clever play calling there as they faked it to Bowling. And while he was in motion, gave it to Woodham on the far side on a right, uh, right-hand sweep. And let's see what they do here in the shotgun once again. Edwards at the his own or at the Wolves 41. Excuse me again. He takes a snap. And he's going to run forward on a power, and Dakota Ogle again says, no, sir. And that's a two-yard loss again on the far side of the field. And I think you bring on the punt team, and I think that's what they're doing is number seven, Casey Smith, comes onto the field to beat that ball deep and hopefully pin the Wolves back. And Pacey Loach is standing back, waiting on the punt. Well, let's get this ball back and see what kind of adjustments were made. And we need to get the ball moving. They need to get the ball rolling and get some momentum as there's 9.45 in ticking in the second quarter with the Bobcats up 7 to nothing, getting ready to punt it to the Wolves. And that's, excuse me, that's number one, Brock Edwards. Yeah, it's uh, Luke White deep for Fayetteville. And he's kicking, and Luke White calls for a fair catch. And I think he regretted it after he called it because he had a little bit of room there as he calls it at about the 15-yard line. Yeah, there was a little space there. He could have at least got to the 25, maybe the 30. Yeah, Luke White's quick, and, and that's a guy that they're hoping to see a lot of uh, a lot of production out of this year. Well, really, really that whole backfield, you're expecting great things out of all of them. Uh, filled with the seniors this year, that, that backfield, a lot of experience. Absolutely. Those guys are, are definitely have a lot of pressure on them this year, but we'll see what they do. They line it up. Oh, no, they said let's go back to the huddle. So they had a couple more things to discuss. They really need to open this playbook up more. That's one thing that uh, I see with the Wolves last year, Coach Don Limbaugh sometimes being afraid to open up that playbook a little more. And it looks like we have a timeout on the field by Coach John Limbaugh. Yeah, and uh, I don't blame him there. Important play coming up. Didn't like what he saw, I guess. Um, Take this time to thank Area Real Estate and Central Alabama Community College. Uh, beautiful, beautiful Friday evening for this kickoff. You know, we were scared we might have rain this evening. But it turns out it's actually a pretty evening, but I ain't going to jinx this because there's a cloud over there. Yeah, that uh, sun went down and it looked like the clouds came in right behind us. So I hope that cloud stays over on the other side of the gym over there and make this night. I mean, it feels a whole lot better now than it did when we first got here. Today. Yes, yes, it does. I, I totally agree. And, you know, everybody here has been so nice getting us this spot on top of the press box and the lady telling us she didn't see a chance of rain over there earlier. Everybody's been super nice and helpful here, and we definitely had a good trip. And uh, so we actually had a pretty ride over here as well. So we had a pretty ride over here through Ashland, Lion Bull, and Wedowie, and, and so we're just glad to be here seeing some live action this evening. Pebble Wolves needed to gain some momentum as Pacey's under center. 
Gives it to Seth Limbaugh up the middle, and he gets about six yards. And I said it before the game, I wanted to see it, and I'm glad I got to see it once. Yeah, Coach likes that package where he puts one of the the big fellas in at fullback and try to get some good yards. We've seen that in the past couple of years out of Coach Limbaugh. Yes, sir, we sure have. And, and I'm telling you, that Maryland eye formation will definitely do a number on a team especially if you got big guys up front to push the play. And looks like they're running up in that Maryland eye formation again as Pacey takes the snap, gives it up the middle, and this time it's to Evan Baker. And the Bobcats sniffed that one out from the start, and they got maybe a yard, and that'll bring up third and four. Yeah, it's an important third down right here. I think you got to drop back and throw it to gain some confidence for Pacey DeLoach, who has yet to throw a completion. Yeah, it's time to turn that page in the playbook and find something that'll work. Yeah, they're only down seven and nothing, and thankfully because uh, you know Woodland's been struggling just as Fevel has, but they give it up the middle this time, and I believe that's number thirteen, Luke White, on the far side of the field, getting it up to about the twenty-six yard line, and it looks like they're signaling first down. I, I don't know about that. I think he was a little short, but they're going to give it to him. Yeah, that was a judgment call. That one probably should have deserved the change, but, hey, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it all day as, as they need all the help they can get right now, 7 nothing. Uh Bobcats' way is the Wolves are lining up on their own 25 for another play, and there's 8:01 and ticking left in the second quarter. It's a snap, and it's a toss to Luke White. Excuse me, Brady Ritchie. And that one was snuffed out from the start. And I think they might have got two inches on that one. Yeah, the defense read that play really good. Yeah, he went to coming to the near side of the field, went right up there, and that defense was all over it. But now that I'm looking at them, they got a pretty big defensive line. And, uh, you know, Pebbles O-line, they, they do a good job, but they're not as big as those guys. So that's one advantage that Woodland has on them right now as they break the huddle. Coming up to the line, middle of the hash marks in the Maryland eye formation once again. Deloach calls for the ball, gets the snap, drops back, and he throws one to Jacob Weiss. And that one, they might have got two yards, so another third and long is third and eight set up at about the 27-yard line, and we'll see what they do here. See what they're going to do with, uh, you know, you got about a third and eight, third and seven situation. It looks like they're thinking about it. Seeing Evan Baker to the sideline as they come up for the snap. Looks like they lined up in the Maryland eye formation again. He takes the snap, and it's a give this time to Luke White. Luke White jukes out a couple men, uh, breaks a tackle, and he ran all the way around the world for about a two-yard gain. Far side of the field. This brings up about fourth and six. So I think you'll see Levi Phillips out for another punt, and hopefully this one don't go as wrong as the last one. Maybe not. Maybe we know he's got the leg to put one deep, and that's what needs to happen right here. Yeah, that long snapper really needs to get that ball back there to him so he can get a good boot. And it looks like Jacob Vice is the long snapper. We'll see what he if he can get it back there to him this time. Snap, little low. Phillips boots one. 
deep as it's fielded by Woodham, and it's given to Edwards. Edwards to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, 35. 30 jumps over a man, and he's taken down at about the 31-yard line as they'll be set up with great field position here on the near side of the field. On the Fevels 31-yard line, 546, as that clock stopped uh, until halftime. Yeah, good job by Levi Phillips right there to not get scared and get in front of the ball carrier and bring him down. Yeah, that's right. He could have got a few more yards, and that was a little bit of trickeration on their part to get something going. And they got a heat timeout, and uh, we'll take a timeout with them. You're listening to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area real estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area real estate, online at area realestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble. 280 North Anderson Avenue in Silicaga. the second quarter of Fayetteville High School football. Brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Woo doggy. Welcome back to the Fevel Football High School Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Glad to be here. My co-host, uh, Jacob Bassett and... Uh, just a, a beautiful night for football, and Woodland's going to take over at the 30-yard line here. Near side of the field, Edwards stands back at the 36. Takes a snap, gives it to Woodham around the right-hand side. Takes a man out, going. There's a flag in the backfield. This was coming out. Coming back, rather. He gets a 12-yard gain, and this one's coming back. Yeah, we'll see what this flag is for. Uh... Yeah, it looks like a holding call, which will bring them back. Depending on whether it's 10 yards or spot of the foul, we'll see. And, yep. Official says this is coming back. And let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going 10 yards back, which was probably a holding call, maybe a block in the back. And we're going to replay first down, except this time not from the 30. But from the 40, 5.36 to go before halftime. Edwards in the shotgun, standing at his 46, takes a snap. Gives it to bowling around the left-hand side. Jukes a man, gets down about the 31-yard line. So we got a, about a second 11, maybe a second 12. 
uh, from the near side of the field. Yeah, it looks like the defense just needs to get there just a little quicker. We had a couple in the backfield that could have made a play, and he just slipped on by them, and there you have a eight-yard gain. I couldn't agree more with you, Jacob. This Wolves defense is slacking off a little bit, and it's what it looks like Woodland may be knocking at the door again. And let's not forget that they actually received the second-half kickoff as well. Edwards standing at the 38, takes a snap, drops back to pass. Finds a man, bowling, hits him, juggles the catch down to the five to the goal line, touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Yeah, good And had him, the defender who I believe was Spacey DeLoach, right there by him. He juggled the ball, was able to maintain possession, and walked to the end zone. Yeah, good job there by Brock Edwards, putting the ball where Bowling could only make the play. And if Bowling couldn't have made the play, the ball would have been on the ground. Absolutely. That was a great play by Bowling. But, you know, they're giving him good passes right now to build his confidence, and they're kind of putting Pacey DeLoach in tough spots. So that's why you see Edwards having more success early on. As Woodham's here to attempt the PAT, gets a snap, kicks it, and that one's going to be good through the uprights. Man, he's cutting it. He's getting that field goal in there by the hair on his chinny-chin-chin. Hey, as long and, as it... Goes over that white bar, you know, it counts. So anyway, you get it over will work, I guess. That's absolutely right. And, um, well, the Wolves find themselves in a 14 nothing hole with 4.49 left to go before halftime. And they have not been moving the ball with the exception of their first drive. What do you think they need to do here? Like you just said, let me touch on that ball movement. We, we have to move the ball better, get Luke White and... Brady Ritchie running north and south instead of east and west. Yeah, I agree with that. These guys are running all over the place just to gain two or three yards. And, you know, they're already out here for the kickoff return, hands on their hips. You know they're getting tired. They got to, in my opinion, to keep this game uh, within reach, they really need to get at least three here, preferably seven, to keep this game competitive in the second half because, as I mentioned, Woodland chose to receive the second-half kickoff. Yes, and you know if you get it at least to the 30, we saw Luke White kicking them yep. during warm-up. So, I mean, you know you have a good kicker, and that will give you the three points you need to at least help you stay in this game. Yeah, I would like to see a, a decent return right here to take some pressure off the offense as uh, Fevel has two timeouts left, and the Bobcats have three. So, you know, if the Wolves don't have a productive drive here, the Bobcats very well have a chance of scoring before the break. And Butler is pointing at both sides of his kicking unit, and he boots it short to number 11, who takes it forward to about the 44-yard line. And that was number 11, Hunter Hammonds. And he's a young guy who you may not, you know, Get hear name called too many times this year, but you definitely will in the future as uh, they're trying to build these young guys up to replace these seniors when they head out. So the Wolves now are starting from their own 43-yard line uh, here at the near side of the field, and they got four minutes and 42 seconds to hopefully get it to the end zone. I hope John Limbaugh expands his playbook here and, and decides to go with something a little different. Yeah, pretty decent field position here to work off of. We just got to execute. Yes, it is. As they line up in a shotgun double flex, two receivers to each side. And they're going to – Pacey's going to take the snap from his 38-yard line. Gets the snap. 
He fakes a handoff to the left side. Boots one to number 25, Evan Baker. And that, he looks like he put a lot of fire under that one as Baker drops it right out of his hands. And uh, that was kind of awkward throwing position, but Pacey did put it on the money. And uh, Baker let that one slip through his hands. But nonetheless, it's going to be second and ten from the same location. Yeah, I don't know if you heard it or not, but you can hear that ball pop right off the shoulder pads. Oh, yeah, that was definitely a bullet right there, but you got to catch them. Uh, let's see what they do right here. Looks like they're lining up in the double flex again. Two receivers on each side. Lining up from the far side of the field. Takes a snap from about his 37-yard line. Fakes a handoff. Comes around to the near side of the field. Looks like he's going to throw it. Jukes out a little more. Juking another man. Jukes loses the football. And they're saying Woodland football. But I think the Wolves got back on that one, and they did. Yeah, Pacey was very fortunate enough to get back on that football. You know, I think he probably could have found an open receiver on that one and not had to, to juke around that much. But that's going to bring up third and eight from the 45-yard line. And, Jacob, I, they got to convert here. Yeah, you got to make something happen right here to at least get some kind of momentum going towards the half. Yeah, Woodland's got all the momentum right now. Let's see if the guys in the white can steal some of it back. Deloach sitting at the 40, takes a snap, drops back. Throws a bullet to his brother, Zeke, who will have the first down at about the 41-yard line. Wow, I mean, that was a great throw. Great catch by Little Deloach. And a good hook up there. And now they're hooked up with a first and ten. And they did exactly what we said they had to do right there. Yeah, we need that and then some. We need to be consistent with plays just like that. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you. And, and they got to move this ball and and hopefully get a score before the half. Lining up, shotgun double flex again. Evan Baker in the backfield. Takes the snap from his own 49. Excuse me, Woodland's 49. Can't find a man. Runs around. Runs around some more. Heaves one to Jacob Weiss, who makes the catch, but it's out of bounds, so that'll be incomplete. Yeah, just ran out of turf right there. Good That's throw, right. good catch. Just not enough room right there. Yep, and, uh, you know, it happens, but good to see Pacey's confident in his arm right now after those one interception and the close to another interception. And they had the best field position they've had so far. Excuse me, uh, they may have had better field position earlier. I can't recall. But I know they're lining up at Woodlands 41 with the Loach standing back at the 46. Shotgun spread flex, takes a snap, drops back to pass. Heaves one, and it is well overthrown to Camden Keaton as he had some tight coverage on him from Logan Barrett at number 22. So that's going to bring up third and 10 from the 41, and hopefully they can do what they did last time. Yeah, we uh, moved the ball a couple of plays better this drive, and we need to have just a couple of more and get some points on the board. Yeah, we got we to gotta get the ball up right here. I think if you don't get it, it's a no-brainer right here. You got to roll the dice and go for it, and I think Coach Limbaugh knows that, and he's thinking he's got two plays to get 10 yards. Shotgun. Takes a snap, low snap. Loach picks it up, drops back. No one open. Fires to number 38, Camden Keaton, who had 
Matthew Butler all over him like white on rice. And that's going to be incomplete. And here you see fourth and ten. Yeah, another one of them fourth and long situations seems to be the story of the night for the Fayetteville Wolves. Well, they got a couple options here. There's 3-11 left to go before halftime. They're down 14 to nothing. Your best chance right here may be sending Levi Phillips out to try to pin Brock Edwards and the Bobcats deep. That way maybe they don't score on you before halftime. Looks like they're going to go for it right here. Yep. And as Kirk Herbstreit would say, the offense takes the field on fourth down. And there's a flag on the play. Oof. Yeah, they better hope. Uh, delay a game. That's going to take them back five yards. Now you're looking at a fourth and 15, and the probability of of converting this is very low, but they're going to send the guys out and see what they can do. Yeah, in a situation like this, I would have looked for Levi to come out and try to pin them deep to end the half. I would have to, to say I agree with you 100% on that, especially if you turn the ball over here. Those guys got good field position. Low snap, the loach gets it. Oh, he takes it up the middle, fires. Now over through Camden Keaton. And Woodland's going to take over at their own 46-yard line. Good field position once again for the Bobcats, where there's three minutes and two seconds left as we had a stop in the clock for change of possession. And we'll see what Brock Edwards and the Woodland Bobcats do. Area real estate's a tradition of trust, whether you're buying or selling a home or both. Your success hinges upon the expert advice and services provided by your real estate agent. Call Bill Farr and his staff at Area Real Estate, 256-249-3727. Real estate appraisals and mortgage services, arearealestateinc.com. Here from the near side of the field, Edward stands back in the shotgun. Is that They've loved that formation. Gets a snap, pitch to Woodham. Woodham around the right side. He has five yards, four yards. There's a flag on the far side of the field, probably a late hit on Pacey. Yeah, well, either that or there was in the backfield, Seth Limbaugh looks like he slammed a guy to the ground. I don't know what the flag was on there, but maybe a late hit or unsportsmanlike conduct. Not sure what the call is. Personal foul. Mm. Uh, when you're down 14 to nothing, you can't commit those kind of uh, penalties, and that's going to set up with them with even better field position. Now you can go ahead and add 15 yards, and then boom, they're already at the the Wolves 40. Yeah, you can't help them out more than you already helped them. That's right. They're giving the ball away and helping them out right now, and. You just can't do that, especially when you're down 14 to nothing and trying to fight back and claw your way into the game. Edwards huddling his team up at the 35, break the huddle. And let's see if they line up in shotgun like they have every other time. Yes, sir. It's a shotgun again. Edwards standing at the 43, takes a snap, gives it to Bowling. Bowling around on the end of round. And Bowling gets about seven or eight yards. Second and three. For the Bobcats. Good hustle by Luke White right there to force him out of bounds and stop him from possibly scoring on that play. Absolutely. 2.45 left to go before halftime. 14 nothing Bobcats. And they're knocking on the door again at the 31-yard line of the Federal Wolves. 
Yeah, these guys are getting tired out there, and Wolves definitely got to do something right here. They need a turnover. Yeah, a lot of guys in white jerseys with their hands on their hips. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. And Timeout. And Pebble Wolves take a timeout. And I reckon we'll take a break with them. You're listening to the Pebble Football High School Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. You're listening. Welcome back to the Pebble High School Football Game of the Week. On RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Go see them guys for your banking needs. Uh, never had a bad experience with them. Great folks there. And we have about 2 minutes and 45 seconds left to go before halftime as the Wolves sending a guy off of the field late. And line up in the shotgun again as Brock Edwards takes a snap. Fakes it to Woodham, takes it up the middle. He's got an opening. He's at the 25 to the 20, down to the 16-yard line. And you got another first down as one of the Wolves is slow to get up. And there he, Luke White hops on up. Slow to get up there. He might need a breather. Yeah, good job by Jacob Vice there to once again, you know, bail his team out from a potential big play right there. Absolutely. he's uh, That's a guy that... We've been calling his name this evening, and he's doing a pretty pretty fair job this evening. and Not enough to get the Wolves in this game as the Woodland Bobcats are knocking on the door. Takes a snap from the 17-yard line is Edwards. He gives it to Woodham around the far side of the field. He takes it, powers his way through, carrying a couple guys. And he'll be down at around the 10-yard line. Yeah, these Bobcats have definitely found something they like on the ground, and they're going to continue to do it as long as it works. Absolutely. The Wolves really need a turnover at this point in the game because they are just tired right now. It looks like their motivation is gone, and they really got to get some momentum swaying their way before halftime. That clock's at 151, 150, 49, 48, and it's ticking on. Uh, as the Wolves have one timeout, Bobcats three, and the Bobcats up by two scores, knocking on the door at the 11-yard line. Edwards standing at the 18-yard line. Takes a snap. Takes it to Woodham, around the left side. Down to the 10, down to the 5, down to the 3. He'll have a first down, but not a touchdown. 
Yeah, Luke White slow to get up once again. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, down at the three-yard line. Looks like they're about to, to knock on the door again and get another score, which the Wolves are hoping that they can do something right here as that clock's at 118, 117 and ticking. We'll see what the what they do here. As Edward standing at the nine-yard line, takes a snap, sends a man in motion, gives it to Woodham up the front. Oh, and there is a big line of defenders. Takes him down at the three, but there's a yellow handkerchief out on the field. Yeah, I couldn't quite see what the potential penalty on that one was, but great job by the Fayetteville defense to get in there and make that stop. Well, it goes back to the old saying, Ben, but don't break defense. And uh, so hopefully they uh, they ain't going to break. It's going to be holding against Woodland. Oh, there was a uh, a penalty there, uh, and it was against Woodland. Trying to see. Hopefully we don't have no storms coming this way because I'm looking over there, and it is a lot of dark clouds. So let's see what that radar is going to do. It's saying we're okay, but I'm not sure I trust it. Nonetheless, we're going to keep on going. Well, now from the 19-yard line, first and goal. Edwards standing at the 20. Excuse me, from the 15. He's standing at the 20. Oh, false start. And that's going to back him up another five yards to the 20-yard line. And this is exactly what the Wolves needed right here. Yeah, it looked like number 60, Mick Bailey, was a little too excited for that play. Yeah, he was ready to, to get off that line and do some blocking on them big guys on the other side. So uh, he got a little carried away. He can't do that. So five yards in the other direction. And we'll see him break the huddle. And in the shotgun once again. Standing at the near side of the field, Edwards is at his own 25. Excuse me, the Wolves 25. Gives it up the middle. And he gives it to Brown up the middle, and he's about to the 18-yard line. First time we've called Brown's name this evening. Yeah, with 38 seconds to go. Yeah. In the first in the first half, it looks like the defense is starting to wake up just a little bit on yeah. this drive. Yeah, absolutely, and and they're going to take a timeout on the field, and I think we're going to take a timeout with them. You're listening to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be right back with some more action, folks. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold, and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Welcome back, everybody. We're here on the Radio Alabama Sports Network, here on the Federal Wolves Sports Network, and uh, we're going to see what's going to inspire here with 38 seconds left to go. 
And the Bobcats handing, are looking at a second and goal from the 18-yard line. Edwards takes the snap, fakes it to number 31, drops back to pass, airs it out to number 10, McManus, and it was well out of the reach of him, and that's going to bring up third down uh, from the 18 with 33 seconds left to go here before halftime with a 14-0 score. Bobcats on top trying to get some more points here. Yeah, good job by the Fayetteville secondary on that to throw the receiver off, and the ball just fell innocent to the ground. And we'll take that as many as we can get. Yes, sir, and the Wolves got to stand tall right here, and a turnover on downs is just as good as a turnover. Edwards fakes it up the middle, and he's grabbed by the foot. Uh, doesn't go down, but Richie slowed him down just enough to where he's taken down at the 14, and it's decision time for Woodland's head coach. Is he going to send the guy out there for a field goal, or are they going to go for it from the 14 on fourth and goal? Timeout by Woodland, and 20 seconds to go. And, um, you know, during this timeout, we'd like to thank a few folks. We want to thank Area Real Estate, Radio Alabama Sports, Central Alabama Community College, State Farm, Albia Steer, excuse me, Coos Pines, Federal Credit Union, and Far and Gory. Uh, see Steve and Jane Garris out of Garris Specialties and Pawn in downtown Sylacaque with loans as low as $5. It's not too early to think about tax season. Garris Specialties in downtown Sylacaque. I have to say I've uh, done a few deliveries over there, and, and those those folks over there at Garris are always nice, always have a smile on their face, and I definitely look forward to doing business with them. Uh, never had a bad experience over there. Bought a couple things from them, so I recommend them, no doubt. And uh, they're still in their timeout, and officials gathered over there talking. Uh, what do you think the game plan right here is for Woodland on this play? Well, with 20 seconds to go in the half, I mean, you it's fourth and 14. you got to be thinking nothing but end zone right here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Edwards has shown that he is very competent of making a throw to the end zone right here or a throw over 14 yards. So I say you let him air it out, and if he don't see anything, let him take it uh, and try to run it in. And the shotgun, once again, takes a snap. Drops back. Oh, there's a rush right there. Grabs him. Misses him. Hey, can't bring him down. He's finally brought down at the 28-yard line. Fable football with 19 seconds left to go before the half. 14-0 Bobcats couldn't capitalize on a great field position. The Wolves will take over. Yeah, we need to see that defense come out in the start of the second half. I mean, the defense came alive this drive and made a good stop. Yeah, and I think one thing that's going to help the Wolves out this year is I think they have a special sanitation thing they have to do during halftime, which don't understand that at all because I don't know how you can sanitize a football field, but that's a conversation for another day. But that's going to give those guys on the other side of the ball uh, more rest, uh, you know, than they normally would have, and that defense is getting tired. But let's see what the offense is going to do as they take over from the 28-yard line. Uh, Ryan up and – the spread flex offense, DeLoach sitting at the 28, excuse me, 23, takes a snap, drops back, plenty of daylight, hits Jacob Weiss. Oh, Jacob Weiss couldn't hold on to the football. Beautiful throw by DeLoach, and that was just a draw. There ain't no excuse for that, but it happens, and they'll line up again. He probably could have got more yardage and maybe lined up Levi Phillips for a long field goal. Yeah, those are the ones you need to come down with. And- 
like you said, Jacob Vice had just about clear daylight between the 40-yard line and the end zone. They will shake that one off, and they'll go back to the line with nine seconds left. And, and hopefully they'll have the luck of the hours here and, and maybe pull one out up their sleeve, out of their sleeve, however you want to say it, and, and score right here. See what they do. Bobcats up 14-0, nine ticks away from halftime. Deloach takes the snap, drops back plenty of time, plenty of room. Runs for can't find anybody. Drops back again. Heaves it down the field and intended for Vice. And a little pushing and shoving going on right there. Nothing out of the normal. Seven seconds to go. And they're looking at a third down and 10 from the 28. And right here, I, I think you need to try to, to run out seven seconds off the clock because you don't want to set yourself up with having to punt or anything of that nature right here being backed up. Yeah, you're down by 14 going into half. It's just time to put the knee on the ground and go into halftime and regroup. Agreed there. I think right here you, you run a play where you maybe chunk the ball deep, but you've got to run seven seconds off. you got to do it. And then if you don't, you're kind of in a dilemma, but we'll see what head coach John Limbaugh thinks. Pacey Deloach sitting at 22, takes a snap, drops back, plenty of room. They bring an extra guy on the blitz to the far side of the field running. As the clock goes to zero, he'll take it upon himself. Gives two yards, and ladies and gentlemen, we're at halftime. You're listening to the Fettwell High School Football Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back in a few moments with the halftime show. Uh, with me and Jacob here. But until then, enjoy a few words from our sponsors. Garris Specialties and Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties and Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Sylacauga. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Community College is known for providing a quality college education at a very affordable price. They offer classes and degree programs in a seven-county service area. Class listings and registration information can be found at CACC.edu. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA. Harvey's Unknown has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you are connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank. 
offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albies. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosapines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosapines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Radio Alabama Sports. Yep, folks, you heard it right. Uh, this is the Federal Football Game of the Week High School uh, Halftime Show on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Go see them guys for your banking needs. You won't be disappointed. And uh, So, yeah, you heard it right. We, um, we're in halftime, and the Bobcats are up 14 to nothing on the visiting Federal Wolves, and just kind of give you a first half recap. The Wolves received the uh, the kickoff and and drove the ball a little bit on that first drive, and after that, it's just been stalled, and they have not been able to move the ball except for one other drive, the second one before uh, the halftime break. They got it down to the Woodland 30-yard line and and couldn't seem to get it past there, and and eventually turned the ball over on downs. Caught a break late in the first half as the uh, clock was. Almost hitting zero, some 20-something seconds left, I do believe. And uh, they they were able to hold tall and strong down at the uh, their own three-yard line as Woodland was about to score and, and kept them from doing that. So they got to do that again when they come back on the field here in about 15 minutes and 54 seconds uh, for the second half. But this Wolves team, a lot of what we've seen last year, good defensive play, defense keeps bailing them out and bailing them out. And uh, we haven't seen this offense been able to move the ball, and that's a lot of the problem we've seen last year. Uh, and, and so hopefully John Limbaugh and, and the likings and help with Coach Reed, Coach Moore, Coach Rogers, Daryl Manchin, all those guys that give their time to the Federal Wolves to help to make that program the best it can be. We want to give a shout-out to them and, and for all the good work they do. I want to thank Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union for our 
Radio Alabama Sports, State Farm, Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College, Ala, uh, Area Real Estate, excuse me. And um, when you go to Area Real Estate, it's a dr- tradition of trust. Whether you're buying or selling a home or both, your success hinges upon the expert advice and services provided by your real estate agent. Call Bill Farr and his staff at Area Real Estate, 256-249-3727, Real Estate Pravels Mortgage Services. AreaRealEstateInc.com, and we're just happy to be here on this beautiful Friday evening um, here in Woodland, Alabama. Like I said earlier, um, great bunch of people here, super nice and helpful, helpful to get us stuff up here and on top of the press box. And it's a beautiful evening. We just saw the Woodland High School marching band out on the field, and, and let me tell you, uh, I don't think bands get enough recognition. I love to just listen to a band put on a halftime show, high school, college, you name it. They just do a great job, and it takes so much talent to be able to play alongside one another and make the the sounds that they do. And, and so I just I don't think they get enough recognition or enough respect, and I just want to say that, excuse me, I think that um, the band does a great job no matter where you're at, Federal High School Marching Band. Unfortunately, um can't be here this evening uh thanks to the ridiculous covid rules so um they're not going to be able to do that not really sure what that's doing um keep them at home i reckon but uh beautiful evening for football like i said i'm so glad the rain has held off knock on wood a little bit there because uh i can still see some thunder and lightning on the other end uh but all in all been a pretty pretty evening and we're glad to have uh Jacob with us, a new addition to the team this year. As we're 13 minutes and ticking this halftime show, I think we're going to take a little break. But when we come back, uh, I'll discuss the first half alongside Jacob Basket, uh, excuse me, Bassett, and uh, we'll see what we think the Wolves need to do to try to take the momentum back, or what Woodland needs to do to keep moving forward and take the dub in this game. You're listening to the Fettwell High School Football Game of the Week halftime show. On RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Federal uh, Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll take a quick break, and we'll see you with some analysis when we get back. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at AreaRealEstateInc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications, and lock your card anytime. Ask about it at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Silicon Gear season, Oak Grove Feed and Tank has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple-grip mix today. 
Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albee Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albee Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Welcome back, folks, to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week. Halftime show on RadioAlabamaSports.net presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. And, uh, yeah, let's go back to Harvey's on Noble. Let me tell y'all what. I was just telling my buddy Jacob that they got a killer steak sandwich. Uh, it's got pepper jack cheese on it. I mean, they cook that steak to perfection. I would eat it. And that's not on script telling me to tell y'all about the sandwich. I'm just telling you it's a good sandwich. And I was Jacob was like, he's never eaten there. I'm like, bro, you cannot advertise these folks without eating there. So he's going to have to go try it. Yeah, I definitely am. It sounds good. It's making me hungry right now. It is, man. I got some killer onion rings, too. Like, I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, I, I do recommend going there. And uh, it's, good, it's good food. I'm not going to lie. Uh, always a pretty good experience there. Nice to have a place like that around. But as we're nearing about nine minutes to the start of the third quarter, what do you think that the Federal Wolves need to do to get back into this ball game? Well, I've said it all game. We need to move the ball better. How do you think they need to move the ball better? Well, Jacob Weiss had a ball fall right into his hands. You know, it could have been an easy score, and it just he just let it fall right out. But so the plays like that is the plays that we need to finish and capitalize on. Yeah, I would have to say I couldn't agree more. I mean, th these guys, I, I was telling the viewers before we had, or I guess technically listeners, um, before we left, is that this happened with this team last year. They, they get in these situations, they want to run the ball, they don't want to open up the playbook, and you see the defense keep bailing them out, keep bailing them out. And eventually defense gets tired, and that's when you have a blowout on your hands. But right now they're, the defense is doing a good job, but they do need to move move the ball more. I mean, they need to get guys like Brady Holmes, Chance Owens, uh, even Luke White, Jacob Weiss. Zeke had that great catch earlier. They need to get those guys more involved and, and take some of the load off of Richie and, and uh, Pacey DeLoach and, and um, Evan Baker. they got to get those guys uh, some breathers and – Send some other dudes in there and see see what they can do and help with. And I think that's the way you get back in the game is by mixing up the playbook. You're not going to be able to run Maryland Iron Shotgun the whole game. They're going to have to mix up some things, some reverse passes, something to get that ball moving and get this Woodland defense on their heels because right now the Wolves are giving away what they're doing just about every play lining up in your shotgun formation, handing the ball off. Well, it seems like right now that all they're doing is – pulling the page out of the playbook and running every play out of that set before they try something different. So you, you can't do that. you got to mix it up and 
go with what works. And right now, running the same play out of the same set is not really working for the Wolves. Yeah, you know, there's not many teams that you can run the same play out of a scripted playbook every other play and, and expect to have success because they're going to catch on to it. And that's one thing I see that they have got to get a hold of, open up that playbook a little more and, and get that ball moving to keep that defense off the field, get Woodland's defense tired. Because right out of the gate, they're down by 14 coming out here. Woodland's getting the ball, so that defense is going to have to stand tall and put it back in the offense's hands. What do you think that Woodland needs to do to hang on to this slim lead they have? Basically keep doing what they're doing. I mean, they found something they liked, and they've capitalized on it the whole game. It's like I said, you know, I think it was towards the end of the first quarter, they found something about that right side that they really liked, and they've gone to the right side on every play, and they've had nothing but positive yards with the exception of that last drive. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you can run a triple option. Uh, you know, you have your setback in your pistol formation. You have your, uh, I can't remember the name, that's like a flex formation. And a lot of different ways. These guys are running like a triple option, shovel option, where you have a guy that's like tidy in that's almost in the backfield and two guys uh, in the backfield as well. And you're running it, and he's got three options. He can either pitch it to the tight end slash receiver, whatever you want to call them. Uh, he can toss it to him, hand the ball off to the running back or keep it himself, and that's kind of keeping the, the Fevel Wolves defense on their heels. And so as long as they can keep capitalizing on that play, they're good. But if Fevel ever figures that out, they're going to have to open the playbook up a little more. And that starts with senior quarterback number one Brock Edwards, who has shown that he's very competent and throwing the ball, if it's got to be distance, bullets, if he's got to throw the ball quick, or take a few minutes for the play, or not a few minutes, but a few seconds for the play to develop, he's shown that he can step up to the challenge. So I think that you get Fevel cheating up and stagging the box, and when you get that to happening, you drop back and you throw the ball, and they'll see results, and I think Woodland can take a, a very commanding lead if they do that, but if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and we've also learned from this quarterback, if he can't find anything downfield, he's not afraid to use his legs. That's exactly right. Uh, Edwards, an experienced guy who played very hard against this Fevel team just a year ago, uh, came up short 17-8. to But uh, different story this time around. Let's see if the Wolves can get things turned around as we're getting closer and closer. About four and a half minutes left to go before, half time, um, before the halftime's up. Excuse me. And uh, hopefully John Limbaugh's talking some sense into his team as they're over there stretching and ready to get the second half underway. And um, as KJ had to add uh, for the listeners out there, Harvey's mashed potatoes are literally better than KFC's. I would have to say I agree. KFC does have good mashed potatoes, but I'd have to say uh, Harvey's is there on top. And um, when I have to say I agree with you on that one, KJ. Hope you're having a good trip at the beach, man. We miss you, kinda. <laughs> nah, man, I'm, I'm just picking at you, but hope everything's going well down there, and we're looking forward to having you back. And you might be the color guy when you come back, because I might take your job. Who knows? Uh, but glad to have Jacob as a part of the team now. And as we're nearing the end of the halftime break with a score of Woodland 14, Fevel 0 on this beautiful clear sky evening in Woodland, Alabama. We're going to take a quick break uh, for some of our sponsors and station identification. You are listening 
the Federal Football High School Game of the Week Halftime Show RadioAlabamaSports.net presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be right back. Your area is Sylacauga, the beautiful Marble City. Your area is Childersburg, the oldest city in the United States. Your area is Fayetteville, home of Lay Lake and Purcell Farms. Your area is area real estate. When you're in need of a new home, area real estate is there for you. Bill Farr and the group of agents at area real estate are helpful, insightful, and take the weight off your shoulders in the home buying and selling process. Let the real estate company in your area work for you. Area real estate, online at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit coosapinesfcu.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble, 280 North Anderson Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. Listening to Fayetteville High School football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now back to the stadium. Man, yeah. Woo. That playlist right there is fire, man. We're gonna have to open it up a little bit and, and, and get some a little more diversity on the music. You know that song's good until you've been listening to it for a while, but you know it is what it is. But. We're just over a minute until the end of the halftime break as everybody's setting back up for the second half. And I think we're going to see more of what we've seen in the first half from Woodland as they had success. And we might see the Wolves changing up some things. What do you think? Well, it's like you just said about the play, the playbook with the music. You know, we need to open up the playbook and 
get some things going and let's get back in this game and pull ahead and let's see if we can win it. Absolutely. Coach John Limbaugh knows he had to make adjustments. Head coach Mark Reed is probably, uh, excuse me, assistant coach Mark Reed is probably out there trying to help hype the defense up, tell them to do their job and and um, trying to whip him into shape. And Coach John Limbaugh hopefully opening up that playbook here soon as we're under 30 seconds uh, starting this second half. And, Beautiful evening, just absolutely beautiful, and, you know, good night to have some football. Glad to see uh, the turnout that we have. Both sides actually filling up the stands pretty well, and it's good to see people getting out and about and uh, not scared to, to enjoy themselves. Yeah, I know the excitement's been brewing the past couple of weeks when they got the green light to play some football this year, and I know I've been excited, and here we are to, you know, Halfway through game one, and man, it's it's been fun. Yeah, I know, man. Just just to be out here with live sports, these guys giving their all, and I'm just glad to be here, like you said. And Wolves are actually out there getting it teed up, ready for that second half kickoff, and uh, we'll see. They might try a little trickeration. If you go back to the Alabama Clemson game of 2015, Nick Saban did that, and. Um, more of a fan of Coach John Limbaugh than I am Nick Saban because uh, I'm War Eagle. But um, we'll see what Levi Phillips does out there as uh, he's getting that leg warmed up. Uh, good weapon for the Wolves, and we haven't seen him much tonight. Well, yes, like I said earlier, you know, small schools like this would do anything to have a player like Levi Phillips on their roster. Yeah, you – it's hard to find a good kicker. I mean, you see and, uh, one good kicker that I think uh, is last year Cole Porch of Silicaga did a great job with kickoff, PATs, punts, everything like that. And I think he's actually playing at the next level, but I could be wrong. But he, he was a standout guy at Silicaga High. And so Levi Phillips next, hopefully be like him. Booming kick down to the seven-yard line. It's muffed. And Woodland actually gets back on the ball. At the 17-yard line, that could have been bad, and that gives the Wolves a little bit of confidence right now as they got the Woodland Bobcats backed up inside the 20. Yeah, if Luke White would have had two more steps, he would have fallen right on it, and that would have been the break that we needed to start the second half. Yeah, that would have been nice, but they'll start out on defense as they don't have their hands on their sides anymore, huffing and puffing. That's a good sign to see is uh, these guys look ready and they're hungry and hopefully getting some points on the board soon as we got 11:48 just kicked off the third quarter. Edwards takes a snap, gives it to Woodham up the middle. Woodham gets maybe seven, eight yards, bringing up second and three, second and two. And that looks like Blake Ritchie coming out of the bottom of the pile right there. Blake, you know, like we talked about, he's the senior leader of this defense and the defense will rely heavily on him and that senior leadership. Yeah, yes, they will. And a uh, great guy. No one personally played basketball with him for a year. Um, and I think his sophomore year. And real nice guy is Brock Edwards sitting back there at the between 18 19. Takes a snap, gives it to Woodham. Woodham goes up the middle. Woodham gets met, but not after he gets a first down at 31 yard line on the near side of the field. And, um, yep, official signal first down. And that's not that's what you don't want if you're the Federal Wolves. 
Uh, you can't afford those right now. We need to stop right here. Yeah, we really need to, to get them to fourth down and force a punt. If uh, John Limbaugh's squad wants a chance to score some points here early in the third quarter, 14 nothing Woodland. Edwards standing at the 25, his own 25, taking a snap on a first and 10. Gives it to Bowling around the far side of the field. He's running, he's running, and he is met at the line of scrimmage. Uh, looked like he might have could have got to the outside, never could turn the corner, and it's second and 10. As long as we can get those blue jerseys going east and west and not get the big yards like they got in the first half, we should be in good shape the second half. Completely agree with you right there. Spot on, Jacob. And, you know, we want to see more of that by this federal defense who's beginning to gain a little momentum as this uh, we're about a minute in, maybe two minutes in into the third quarter. Well, I'd like to say that momentum started, you know, that last drive of the first half. Absolutely. Making that goal line stand and saving this from being a three-score game. Edwards fakes it up the middle, and he's bent. Ball pops out, but it was already down. And now they're looking at a third and ten. Yeah, this defense is definitely starting to wake up in the second half, and we need to get that fire lit and see see where it takes us the rest of this game and help the offense out. That we do. We need to get that coal burning under their rear end, make them run around and, and get something going as they're sending Luke White off the field. Nope, he's back on. Hey, you're getting set up as the Bulldog. I'm excuse me, the Bobcats. Just getting a little tired here, <laughs> but uh, at the 26, Edwards is going to take the snap. He's going to fake it. He's going to drop back to pass. Throws one to Bowling, and it's intercepted by Luke White at the 44-yard line. Bevel football. Yeah, great job by Luke White right there. You know, we was talking about we needed a break, and that definitely was that break that we needed. Yeah, uh, White was on Bowling, like White on Rice right there, jumped up, and he almost one hand snagged it, but was just able to get both hands up there to intercept it. Now Fevel has got the ball near side of the field. From the 43-yard line, first and 10, with nine minutes left to go in third quarter, and they need to capitalize. Yeah, like we said, like we've been saying, we need to open that playbook up with decent field position on the 43-yard line, and we need to punch it in on this drive. Six points is a must on this drive to stay in the game. Deloach takes the snap, fakes it, screens it to Zeke Deloach. Zeke runs around the outside, I guess about three yards to the 40-yard line. And, uh, Good little gain on that screen pass. You got to set up plays to get your quarterback and his receivers on the same page. Those confidence builders. You can't just come out the gate throwing deep post routes. And one thing I was thinking, it's always an advantage to have your brother out there at wideout. You know, you you practice all week, but you can go home and build that confidence even more. Exactly. They always have gotten along and had good chemistry on the uh, not only basketball court but on the football field. So. I'm excited to see them for a couple more years as well. Loach takes a snap, low snap, drops back to pass. Richie blocking in the backfield, nowhere to go. Runs around, hole up the middle, passes it, but I think he was past line of scrimmage. No, he wasn't. First down, Fedball Wolves at the 31-yard line on the far side of the field. As, as long as we can get short plays like that, you know, for first downs and kill some clock and we're moving forward this drive, you know, we need to punch it in right here and get back into this thing. Absolutely. First downs is what we need, moving the ball, keeping the defense on their heels. And the Wolves are gaining momentum. Let's see if they can post a second-half comeback right here. 
Loach standing at his 37-yard line of Woodland. Takes a snap. Oh, it's a halfback draw to Richie. Richie has a hole all day up the middle. Gets about eight yards. Second and two from the far side of the field as the Wolves are marching on, and they need to keep this going if they want six points. Yeah, good job by that offensive line to pave the way for that play. Absolutely. They've been, you know, they may not be the biggest guys out there, but they are holding their own with that big old D line of Woodland. And they're taking a little while for the huddle right here. 7.30 and ticking. Bobcats up 14-0. Fevel knocking on the door. Loach in the backfield with Richie. Scans each side of the field. Takes a snap. Drops back. Has time. Throws it to Luke White. But number 10, McManus got a hand on that and possibly saved a pretty good game. Yeah, it looked like it almost fell into the hands of McManus, and we'd be talking about the same thing we've been talking about all night, and that's giving them easy easy possessions. Yeah, that would have been killer right there, but luckily we were fortunate. It was just over McManus's hands, as he was just able to get a hand on it, not two. And they break the huddle as they're looking at about third and four. The Loach pumps. Sends guy in motion, takes a snap. He's going to draw it around the left end. And to the near side of the field, I think he got the first down. That's what it looks like. He powered his way, you know, took the first hit and just kept on moving their feet. And looks like it's going to be a first down. Might have to bring the chains out, but I don't think. Yep, bringing the chains out. Looks like it might be fourth and short. And if it's going to be a first down, this is definitely going to be by the stripe of the football. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And I think right now what you do is you line it up in the Maryland eye and uh, give it to Seth Limbaugh on a fullback dive is what I, I think you do right here. But but Coach Limbaugh may have something else up his sleeve. Yeah, but we all know that Coach Limbaugh likes to use those big guys in situations like this. and. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, and we definitely need it to work right now. Yes, they do. They definitely need it. Let's see. First down, Fevel Wolves at the 20-yard line, and that'll set them up with first and 10, 6.50 and ticking left to go here in the third quarter, and the Wolves want seven. Excuse me, six, pending the extra point. Yeah, with Luke White, you know, that might be an easy seven. Yeah, Levi definitely knows what – uh. How to kick a football, no doubt. And let's see what they do right here. They bring in the big hefty and Seth Limbaugh. Love to see him run the ball, run over people in the shotgun. Pacey pumps, snap, drops back to pass, has some has some pressure, almost gets him. Fires to Luke White, and he's hit midair. And clean hit, but hard hit as he goes down, hops back up, second and ten. You know, it, it's nice to see good hits on receivers that are not called as a penalty because last time I checked, I thought that football was a contact sport. Yeah, you know, football these days, you touch a receiver who, you know, doesn't have a chance to make a ball, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're the defensive player and you're sitting on the bench the rest of the game. Absolutely. I think that's one of the dumbest rules ever and made football soft. Glad the officials didn't call one there because that was a good, clean, hard hit. As Deloach sits in the backfield, takes a snap. He's going to give it to White on the end around to the right side, and he powers his way for maybe two, three yards. So that'll be set up with a third medium, third and six, third and seven maybe. And we'll see what they want to do with it. 
you know, I try to go with that pass they threw to Jacob Vice earlier and see if he can come down with it. That seems like a good third down play in this situation. I would have to agree with you on that. That or maybe a uh, running back or quarterback draw, you know, get them faked out and then go up the middle. And they got Seth Limbaugh in there, so possibly he'll be blocking. That's what happened most of the time. Bobcats look hungry. Only seeing three. Drop back. Boom! Complete to Pacey DeLoach. First down. Federal Wolves at the 10, excuse me, the 9-yard line. Well, this is what we've been waiting to see. The Wolves are now knocking on the door. Absolutely. It looks like you're going to have a first and 10 from the 10. Oh, they're going to bring out the chains again. And I believe he had the first down, but we shall wait and see. Uh, I believe this is going to be that mid-quarter heat timeout. Uh, they're going to call the heat timeout. Make sure all the players are hydrated. We'll take a timeout with them. They're listening to the Federal Football High School Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back in just a few minutes, folks. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase Purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit CoosaPinesFCU.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. CoosaPines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. CoosaPines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. And we're back as Fevel's going to take their first snap. Uh, after the heat timeout from the 10-yard line, they're looking at first and 10. And if this binder falls one more time, I'm going to be upset. He gives it to Seth Limbaugh. Seth Limbaugh spins around a man. Pushes his way forward to about the three-yard line. That's the closest they've been to scoring, and the Wolves are so close they can taste it. I think I just told you during the break we need to give it to Seth Limbaugh down here by the end zone, and they just did, and it, you know, paid very well for them. By golly, they did what you said. Maybe you need to put on a coach's hat and go down there. <laughs> As they're huddling up, let's see what they're going to do here. From the five. They're going to keep Limbaugh in the backfield. Oh, I want to see him run over somebody again. Looks like they're going to line up in high formation. Two receivers to the near side of the field. DeLoach takes the snap. He gives it to Limbaugh at the middle. Limbaugh powers his way for maybe two yards at best. And now you got a third. Third down. And we're about the four-yard line, so we'll see what they do. They're in the huddle. John Limbaugh has a decision, do you run or do you throw right here? And we'll see what they do. If they keep Deloach, or excuse me, if they keep Limbaugh in there, they may power it up the middle. But, no, he goes out of the game. Oh, they got a wildcat formation. Richie sends a man in motion, takes the snap to the right side, powers in his own touchdown. Touchdown, Wolves. We've been waiting for two quarters. 
and almost eight minutes. Brady Ritchie powers his way forward to the right side on a sweep. He faked the jet sweep up the middle, and he gets six points on a third down as we got a 14-6 to score, 422 left to go before the fourth quarter. And they bring in the one and only Levi Phillips in for an extra point. Wow. What a change of events. The Wolves got the momentum they needed. That's right. We've been waiting on it, and maybe they'll wake up and, you know, pull ahead and I keep this momentum going. I certainly hope so as Pacey DeLoach awaits the snap, gets it for Phillips. Wow, that one's high, but it's good. It's in the uprights, and we got a one-score ball game awaiting the kickoff. To Woodland, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week, presented by Radio Alabama Sports and the Coos Pines. Federal Credit Union will be right back, folks. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pawn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiasts, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. You're listening to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Well, welcome back to the Federal Football High School Game of the Week presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net and the Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We're getting ready for Levi Phillips to kick the ball off. Pacey Lopes checks with the right, checks with the left side. Levi Phillips lines up, kicks the ball deep. And number seven, he'll fumble it again. He picks it up at the 16, runs forward, and takes a shot at about the 27-yard line on the near side of the field where Woodland will set up shot. Yeah, let's see if this defense can keep the momentum going. You know, they ended the second half on a high note, and they don't think they've let up since. Yeah, no, they haven't. That Fevel Wolves had a lot of momentum going. Let's see if they can keep it going as even big hefties on the line don't have their hands on their hips right now and gasping for air, and we'll see what Brock Edwards and the Bobcats do. At the 27-yard line, snaps goes to Edwards. Edwards takes it, fakes it up the middle, gets a few yards before he's taken down by a cluster of the Wolves players headed by Dakota Ogle. And uh, went down awkwardly on his hands there, but everybody gets back up. As he got maybe three yards, we'll be generous and call it three, excuse me, four on the near side of the field, setting up second and six. Yeah, you know, with the way the defense is playing right now, you wonder what kind of adjustments are made, but whatever it was, it's working. Absolutely. Edwards sitting at the 25-yard line in the shotgun, which they love. Probably do their triple option here. He takes the snap. He hands it to Woodham. Woodham jukes, and he gets nothing. As he's swallowed up in the backfield at the 29, and now they got third and long, and things ain't looking so bleak for this federal football squad. Yeah, they're starting to look frustrated on the offensive side of the ball, but that's what we we need to see, you know, Ben. I couldn't agree more with you, Jacob. Uh, the Wolves needed to get some momentum, and they've got momentum shifting. And if they can hold here and get the ball back, we could be looking at a tied ball game as there's three minutes and ticking left to go in this third quarter. 14-7. Bobcats up, facing a third and eight from their own 30. Lined up 
Ball on the near hash mark. Edwards sits back at the 25, takes a snap. Whittleman uh, motion takes the – ah, he's taken down, couldn't turn the corner. Taken down for a loss at the 27-yard line. They'll call in the punt team, and they'll send them out. We're looking at federal football once again, folks. Yeah, that was definitely the stop we needed. Yeah, the Wolves have uh, – they've had no momentum here, and then they just turned – the tables here as we came back in the second half as there's 224 and ticking and they're about to get the ball back see what what they decide to do here and uh they bring on the punt team and edwards is sitting back takes the snap wolves player almost gets there to block it luke white calls for the fair catch at the 43 yard line that's where the wolves will set up shot with their offense and uh wow just what a change of events you know you come at a halftime not a whole lot of momentum you know you're kind of exhausted and then you come back and do what they've done we'll take a second to thank coos pines federal credit union far and gory radio alabama sports state farm where i'll be a steer central alabama community college and last but not least area real estate See Steve and Jane Garris at Garris Specialties upon downtown Sylacauga with loans low as $5. Not too early to think about tax season. Garris Specialties in downtown Sylacauga. We'll set up shop, middle of hash mark at their own 49. Takes a snap. Deloach drops back. Oh, throws his brother, and it was a little over his head. And we'll bring up second and 10 from their own 43-yard line. It wasn't the 49. Excuse me there. What do you think they need to do here on second long? Just keep doing what we're doing. We just need that, like that last pass, bring it down, connect, and, you know, kill some clock, kill some yards, and let's, you know, punch it in the end zone again. I couldn't agree more with you, Jacob. They need to – I think they need to incorporate Richie in the running game right here, but I think they'll probably go back to the air with the success they've had. Shotgun snap to Loach. Screen to Luke White. Fakes out a guy. He's got open field. He's at the 50. He's at the 45. He's at the 40 to the 38-yard line. That'll be first and 10 on the Woodland 38-yard line, and the Wolves are driving once again. 149 to go and ticking. Left in this third quarter, the Bobcats up 14-7. to Yeah, Luke White was just tripped up at the last second there, and I don't think – I think if that defender didn't get to him, we're looking at six more on the scoreboard. Absolutely. He got tripped up right there, and that green monster, as you like to call him, got him there at the end of that play. And, you know, in the first half, it was the Wolves' defense getting tired, but now you can see Woodland over there, hands on their hips as the Wolves are driving. Shotgun, once again, Deloach standing at the 45, brings a man in motion, takes the snap, fakes it to the right side. Oh, Jukes out of man. Jukes out another man. Whoa, where's he going? He's taken down. At the 43-yard line, bring up second and 13, and it scares me when he goes to juking and not holding that football with both hands. Yeah, he had that ball probably, you know, he was hanging it out wide, and he needs to tuck it up under his arm. And if he doesn't do that, the ball's on the ground. Absolutely. That ball was exposed, and I'm glad that there wasn't a turnover there as they're huddling up. And Coach John Limbaugh is giving Pacey the call. We'll see what he does right here. He enters the huddle. That Woodland defense, you can tell, is getting tired. They break the huddle. Going up, you got two receivers on each side. Camden Keaton, Zeke DeLoach on the far side. Luke White, Jacob Vice on the near side. Takes the snap, DeLoach. Drops back to pass. Has an open man into, oh, he dropped the ball. He had Zeke DeLoach wide open. 
dropped the ball at the 28-yard line. That would have set him up with third and short. But nonetheless, we'll be looking at third and long here again. 52 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Bobcats up 14-7. to yeah, that was just another one in his chest that he just let go. You know, we're, he connects with that. We're looking at a first down. Yes, we are. What do uh, What do you think John Limbaugh pulls out of his sleeve right here? I think he looks to go go deep right here. I would have to say I agree with you. I think you go deep, take a shot, or may, or maybe you take two plays to try to get this 13 yards. I'm not sure uh, what Coach Limbaugh's thinking. Loach takes a snap once again, drops back to pass. No man open, steps up. He's going to run with it. Yes, he is going to run with it. Oh, he's breaking tackles. Down. He got six yards, and now Coach Limbaugh has a decision to make. What do you think Coach John Limbaugh does right here? Well, it looks like it's going to be fourth and about six. You're out of field goal range. You're too close to punt. I say he'll just try to get one in there just to get enough for that first down. He's definitely in no man's land right now, so I think on this fourth and five, fourth and six situation, you send the offense out there and see what they can do. That Woodland defense getting tired as, as Brock Edwards checks in in the secondary of the defense. Looks like we're going to be in the I formation again with Camden Keaton and Zeke DeLopes out wide. Takes a snap. I'm not sure what happened there. Timeout taken by the Feville Wolves. We'll take one with them. You're listening to the Feville Football High School Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back shortly. What makes Garris Specialty special? Did you know Garris Pwn is the largest firearm dealer in Talladega County with one of the largest firearm selections? That's special. Garris Music has it all for the instrument enthusiast, guitars, drums, keyboards, and more. That's special. And Garris Tax Service will get you the most back on your tax return at the beginning of the year. Now that's special. Drop by Garris Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garris Specialties in Pawn. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Silicon. season, Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280 next to Vaden Toyota. Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Welcome back to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week on RadioLevelSports.net presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. And woo, doggy, it's a good evening to play some football out here. And the Wolves are facing a very crucial fourth and five from the Woodland 35-yard line. 41 seconds left to go in the third. Deloach at 40, takes a snap, drops back, finds no one open. Boom! His complete to Zeke Deloach at the 27-yard line. And first and 10, Fevel Wolves, 35 seconds left to go before the end of the third. 14-7, to seven, Bobcats are up. Man, that was a big play, and we connected in a, in a big way. You know, that's one thing I love about John Limbaugh. Somebody makes a mistake, he comes right back to him because he has confidence in his players. Zeke Deloach dropped that exact pass a few plays ago. Coach Limbaugh said, I'm going to go back to him. He did, came up with a clutch play of the game, and if they end up winning, we'll look back at that play and say that's what did it. Bob, uh, Wildcat formation. Richie fakes it up the middle. He just ran a guy over. And he gets about three yards. That's going to bring up second and seven. 
Excuse me, second and six. And uh, let's see what they're going to do here. What do you think they're going to do here? Keep running the ball. Keep the ball on the ground. Keep chewing up the clock. Yeah, I definitely got to say, got to. Uh, that's probably the last play we'll see before the fourth quarter. Is we're at five, four, three, two, one, and they got the ball play off Richie up the middle again, and they're going to have it about third and three. And when the fourth quarter gets underway, that's the end of the third. Bobcats 14, Wolves 7. We're going to take a break here. Uh, for the word from our sponsors and station identification, you're listening to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week on RadioAlabamaSports.net, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. School football brought to you by Radio Alabama Sports. Welcome back, folks, to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week. Radio Alabama Sports.net presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. And uh, the Wolves just won the third quarter, and the old saying goes the team that wins the third quarter ultimately most of the time wins the game. Uh, the Wolves drove down the field, got seven points. Now they're knocking on the door again with a third and three inside the 20-yard line, right inside it, actually at the 19. Uh, we're just getting this fourth quarter underway. Bobcats are up 14-7, but the Wolves are saying we're about to tie this game up. So uh, let's see what they can do here as uh, they come out, and they're in that wildcat formation once again. Richie's sitting at the 25, sends Luke White in motion, gets the snap, slow snap, takes it up the middle, and he will not have the first down, but it will be close. They're looking at fourth and one. You know, if I were Coach John Limbaugh right here, I'd send in the big hefty Seth Limbaugh and let him power his way through. But I don't know because Coach John Limbaugh is a coach, and I'm not, and he has better ideas, so we'll see what he does. Yeah, I was looking towards the sideline to see if I saw the big 22 or the little number one walk out. But right now it looks like we are going to go for it. I say this is a good uh, good play calling right here to go for it. Brady Ritchie again in the Wildcats. Sends Luke White in motion. And that's either a jump off sides or a false start. It looks like, looks like a false start. Oh, the defense jumped off sides. Yeah, a little like Kalen Houston got a little excited right there, and it just helped us out. That puts a first down for the Federal Wolves at about the 13-yard line, and that changes the dynamic. What a bad time to jump off sides. 
This goes back to where I said we can't help them, but, man, I'll take the help from them all night long. Yeah, that was very clutch right there by the Wolves. They drew them off. I guarantee you John Limbaugh told Richie to do that, and that's what happened as they line up again. Luke White in, and, oh, he drops back. He's going to throw it. Boom, to Pacey DeLoche, and it's on touchdown. That's six points on the board, and awaiting Levi Phillips. Oh, extra point. We could have a tie football game. Man, this thing's getting exciting. Man, I can feel my adrenaline pumping, man. I'm having a dang good time. KJ, I'm sorry you're missing this one, buddy, because this one is going down to the wire. There's 10.57 left to go uh, before the end of the game, the end of regulation, and we got a 14-13 score as Levi Phillips comes out here to attempt this point after. Yeah, big extra point right here. Yeah, let's see if these guys can get it, man. I'm on my on my knees over here seeing what's going to happen. I guess it's now that's the offsides all day, offsides. And if you're the Wolves now, that'll move you to the one-yard line. What are you thinking? I still go for the field goal right here. I think it's still too early to try something big, but it looks like Levi's going to the sideline. It looks like we are going to try to go for two right here. Man, I like the call. Where's big Seth Limbaugh at is what I want to know. Uh, it looks like him coming on the field right now. Oh, man, I love Coach Limbaugh's thinking. Great head coach, great guy. I don't want to see him pull out the dub tonight, but the Woodland Bobcats might just have something to say about that. Yeah, but you can't say it enough. Coach Limbaugh loves throwing that big guy in this eye formation. It looks like they're going to try it. Gutsy call by head coach John Limbaugh. Richie gets the snap. He's in. He's in. No, he's oh. not in. Well, from where we were standing, it looked like the ball crossed the plane. It looks like he crossed the plane, but he didn't. And wow, what a play by the Woodland Bobcats. Man, that was a big play. Man, they they held Stone. You know they were discouraged because of all that had happened in the drive, but they stood tall, and what a clutch play. Man, uh, I you know what? To Coach John Limbaugh and everybody, if they end up losing this game because of that, I don't fault him at all. For going for that, I think it was the right call. Would have called a different play. But I admire the gutsiness that it took to call that play. Well, you know, it's week one or week zero, actually. You know, it's a non-region game, and you learn from these mistakes heading into region play in a couple of weeks. You want to build some confidence with these, but like you said, this isn't region play. So I like the gamble to show teams that Coach Limbaugh ain't scared to do anything. We might even see an onside kick here, Jacob. We don't know, man. Coach Lowell's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. Ball's lined up at the 40. Deloach checks to the right. Checks to the left. And Levi Phillips is underway to kick the ball, and it is a squib to the middle. Waiting for somebody to get it, and number 10, McManus wisely falls on the ball. You can tell that's good coaching on Woodland's part. Uh, he didn't try to pick it up and run and, and fumble it some more. He fell on it. They get good field position as we're with a 14-13 score. Wolves down by one, 10-56 left to go and before the end of the game. What do you think the Wolves do on defense here? Well, this is a big defensive drive for the Wolves. Keep doing what they're doing, getting these stops, and getting the ball back. That's exactly right. I, I think right here you got to play aggressive if you're both sides. Edwards with the snap. He gives it to Bolin, who almost loses the football, but he is driven back about a yard to the 30-yard line. That's second and ten. Yeah, he almost dropped the football right there. He uh, 
fumbled that around and juggled it before he was finally able to get a hold of it. And he's lucky because that hit he took, that ball would have popped out, no doubt. Well, late in the game, we get the lead back. You definitely got to look at this defense as being the key factor in this game. Yeah, the defense is definitely held strong in this game. And we actually got a young fella checking in the game in Solid Brooks as Brock Edwards takes a snap, pitches it to Woodham. They get Woodham, and he's taken down at the 30-yard line. Third and 12 for Woodland on 30. Ten minutes to go and ticking. Wolves had the momentum. The Wolves are down by one. You really want a first down if you're Woodland right here, but Coach John Limbaugh and the Fable Wolves uh, are saying no, sir. Well, you got to think about Coach Mark Reed, too. He's got this defense really dialed in in the third quarter. I'm going to tell you, Mark Reed's a good guy. enjoyed uh, having been in his class in high school. Really like him, and uh, he does a great job with that defensive program. You can always find him because he has that lime green hat on, he says, so people can find him amongst all the people. So... 9.35, 9.34, taking 14.13. Edwards takes the snap, fakes it. He goes up the middle, and he is taken down short of the first down. He'll be taken down at 40. Three yards short. What do you do here if you wouldn't? Man, this is a big decision for the Bobcats. Well, I think you got to throw the punting team out there because you are too close to risk going for it. And I think they might do it. They send Lukia Brown out there as Brock Edwards steps back deep. If you're the Wolves, you need to be weary of a fake punt right here because that very well could be up the sleeve of the head coach for the Woodland Bobcats. Yeah, this is one of those times in the game where the fake punt will pay dividends for the Bobcats. Yeah, a little miscommunication over there. And they punt the ball away. There was a lot of yelling and screaming going on right there. And the Wolves will take over at their own 42-yard line. Great field position. And as there's 8.38 left to go here before the end of regulation. And the Bobcats are up 14-13. But the Wolves, with the momentum they've had, they've scored 13 straight. Let's see if they can score another six, maybe seven, possibly even eight. Uh, so we'll see what they do. Well, I got a little worried right there. I looked across the field. I saw that piece of yellow laundry on the field, but the referee picked it back up, tucked it back in his pocket. We're going to. Yeah, that was scary on uh, all parts. Air Real Estate specializes in the East Central Alabama market and has a reputation for putting you the client first. Call Bill Farr and his staff at Air Real Estate, 256-249-3727. I repeat, 256-249-3727. Uh, real Estate Appraisals Mortgage Services, airrealestateinc.com. Brady Richie in the Bobcat. Takes a snap from 37. He's going to run straight up the middle uh, for about a yard. And uh, they've gone to this play too much. It's gotten stale. They need to put the loach back there and start going through the air again. Yeah, this goes back to what we were saying. It's time to pick another page in the playbook. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to throw the ball, that's one thing. But, okay, they're sending him to the sideline, and the loach should be back there again. Is or it's second and a long nine, possibly. Let's just call it ten because it's nine and three quarters. Got another guy in the backfield now. Can't exactly tell who it is. He's sitting back there. Sends Luke White in motion. And it was Evan Baker, I do believe, who gets about four yards. And uh, it's bad spot on the play. Bad spot by the referee. Excuse me, officials. I got them mixed up. <laughs> But a bad spot, but nonetheless, it's third and seven. 
I thought he got down about a yard or two more, but they see it better than I do, so we're going to go with what they put. I don't know why we don't got we don't have Pacey at quarterback right now. I'm wondering why they're deciding to do this wildcat thing. Baker takes the snap, 39. He's going to drop back to pass, fakes it, does a full. Oh, he is just trucking along, carrying guys, and he gets it down to the 49-yard line of the Wolves, and now we got a fourth and two, and John Limbaugh has a decision to make, and I think that decision is keep the offense on the field. Yes, we definitely need to keep the offense on the field. With seven minutes left, we have the ball. Yeah. We need to control the clock and control the game. Oh, they're sending Levi Phillips out there. No, Coach Limbaugh, no. It looks like they want to punt, and uh, I don't like the call. But if that's what Coach Limbaugh thinks is best, then they should do it. He has faith in his defense, and I do too. But another thing to think about, are they going to try to draw the Bobcats offsides right here? That's, that's a very good thing, and they could even try a fake. Uh, and the Wolves will call a timeout. And uh, very wise because that band's going crazy over there. 627 to go. And regulation, 14-13 Bobcats. We're going to take a timeout with them for station identification as uh, well as a word from our sponsors. You're listening to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week on Radio Alabama Sports.net presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back momentarily. Do you need more control over the cards in your wallet? Well, you can do that with the CP Card Command app from Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Use the CP Card Command app to instantly lock and unlock your Coosa Pines FCU debit or credit cards. You can even set spending limits to keep your budget intact and receive real-time purchase alerts. Call 800-237-9789 or visit CoosaPinesFCU.org to learn more about the CP Card Command app. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. to Fayetteville High School Football on the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Now, back to the stadium. Man, that's a good song right there. Good beat on the who did that or who put that on there, but... Keep up the great work. Uh, earlier, we had an update on the Silicaga games. They were trailing 14 at home, uh, trailing 14 nothing, excuse me, at home, and they were in a lightning delay. Uh, but that was 30 minutes ago on the money, so I don't know what's uh, inspiring over there. But uh, hopefully, the Aggies will get it on track and get the win tonight. And hopefully, the Wolves will pull one uh, out of their sleeve here and maybe get some more momentum going to win this one. Yeah, we definitely have a good one going on in Woodland right now. Yeah, it's a tight game. 6.27 left to go for the end. Fevel only has one timeout. Bobcats all three, and you might see a fake punt here by Coach John Limbaugh. Well, stay tuned as Levi Phillips sits at the 38. Oh, it is a fake. Luke wide up the middle. He has the first He's down. He's going. He's at the 40. He's at the 35. Powers his way down to the 31-yard line. I knew Coach Limbaugh had some up his sleeve. And wow, just wow. 6-18 left to go. They're at a first down at the 30-yard line. Well, you got to think, you know, we were questioning why Levi was on the field, but I guess that's not why we 
we get paid, you know, we're not getting paid to coach tonight. I knew Coach Limbaugh wasn't just going to back down like that. Great play, and I'm going to tell you, it looked like Oprah out there blocking, blocking, just giving them holes. You get a hole, you get a hole, everybody gets a hole. And that hole, we could have drove our cars through it. Man, that was a great play. Uh, they're bringing Richie out in the uh, Wildcat again, and I'm not sure why. I don't like it, but Coach Limbaugh's having success with it, so he's going to keep going to it. Richie powering ahead down to the 20-yard line. And uh, Brock Edwards' helmet actually comes off. So he's going uh, to have to come out on the sideline for a little bit. Yeah, that's a, a, a rule I think every league passed last year. You lose your helmet, you got to sit out of play. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's good. I don't know. But, you know, there's been worse rules made, like the targeting call. As uh, They got a first and ten from the 20, and it looks like Woodland's going to take a timeout. They do. And uh, we're going to keep it here, folks. We're not going to take a timeout with them because we just took a timeout. So we're going to keep it here. See Steve and Jane Garris at a gear specialties in Pawn in downtown Silicon with loans as low as $5. It's not too early to think about tax season. Garris specialties in downtown Silicon. Area real estate's a tradition trust whether you're buying or selling a home or both. Your success hinges upon the expert advice and services provided by your real estate agent. Call Bill Farr and his staff at Area Real Estate, 256-249-3727. Real estate appraisals and mortgage services, areareallestateincorporated.com. Go to them and, you know, you say, man, I'm tired of this house. The neighbors are getting on your nerves. Call Bill. I mean, he'll he'll take care of it for you. Uh, Great guy. Uh, we want to thank Far and Gory, Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, obviously our number one sponsor. We want to thank them. Go do them. Go deal with them for your banking needs. Uh, Ray Alabama Sports State Farm. I'll be a steer Central Alabama Community College, and we're going to throw it back to Bill at Erie Real Estate as well as we're getting this game back underway as the Wolves offense goes back out there. And I wonder what we're going to see this go around. I don't know. I'd like to see more of what we're doing right now. You know, whatever, you know, adjustments has been made throughout the game are starting to pay dividends. Absolutely. I want to see a comeback win right now. There's 5.45 left to go. 14-13, they're trailing, and they got a first and 10 from the 20-yard line. Richie gets the snap, gives it to Luke White. Luke White fumbled it. He picked it back up, and he actually got back to the line of scrimmage, which was kind of impressive. Uh, especially what was going on right there. Yeah, there was that turf monster again. I think if, if he didn't, the ground didn't trip him up, we're looking at six more right there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, you know, the Wildcat, they're having success, but they really need to put Pacey back there, quarterback, and, and start, you know, gambling a little bit um, as Brock Edwards checks back into the game. Brock Edwards, do it all kind of guy. He, he's very impressive at his play. Richie up the middle. Richie down to the 13-yard line, setting them up with a third and two, third and three situation right here. So we're going to see uh, what they're doing there. And it looks like Brock Edwards' helmet came back off again, so he'll have to sit out another. Brock, man, you got to get that helmet on a little better. Well, it, it shows that he's playing hard. A lot of respect for that guy. I never even met him, but just by the way he plays, got a lot of respect for him. As we're 458 and ticking, 14-13. The Wolves got a third and four from the 14-yard line. Richie sends Luke White in motion, gets the snap, low snap, picks it up, and he will not get anywhere. He was down, he was down, he was down, he was down. He was on the ground. And, yep, the officials are saying he was down, and that's going to bring up fourth down. 
And I want to see Levi Phillips out here to kick a clutch field goal. Let's let's give it up for Levi Phillips. Definitely a big kick by Levi Phillips here. I think you trust him with it right here. I think he's got the leg for it. They're at the 17-yard line. It's a 34-yard attempt. And I think, by golly, this is the right decision. If he misses, you know what he misses. But I, th I got confidence in him. Yeah, you know, there's three phases to a kick, the snap, the hold, and the kick, and all three of them's got to be spot on. Right That's here. right. It's up. And it's in. It's good. 3.50 to go before end regulation. Levi Phillips just nailed a 34-yard field goal, puts them up 16 to 14. We got 3:49 left to go in regulation. 16 to 14, Pebble Wolves. We're gonna take a break here for station identification and a word from our sponsors. Just a Radio Alabama Sports.net Pebble High School Football Game of the Week presented by uh, Federal. Uh, excuse me, Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. I'm so excited I can't even talk. We'll be right back here in a few moments. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Uh, welcome back to the Federal High School Football Game of the Week. Presented by RadioAlabamaSports.net and the Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Yeah, it's fixing to get real now. You know, we're up 16-14. The defense is going to have to play strong for these next three and a half minutes. Heck yeah, they are. As uh, number seven feels the kick deep as Levi sends it, and they tackle him and punish him at the 30-yard line. I believe that was Casey. Casey Smith, I do believe. Yep, it was Casey Smith, number seven. Uh, called his names a few times uh, this evening, and them guys are giving it all. And so, uh, well, I believe that's the first time we've called him where he hadn't dropped the kickoff. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you have all them guys coming at you, it probably gets scary. <laughs> you got to think about a wet football, too. Absolutely. That ball's getting wet because my, my phone's sitting here is just getting all kinds of condensation on it. And, uh, yeah, everything out here does temperature change, and I won't get into why there's doing stuff falling, but I am in the air conditioning industry, so I know a thing or two about it. But and Woodham, or excuse me, that's not Woodham. That is number 31, Lukea Brown. We've called his name quite a few times, and he's out there, and he is down, and that does looks like he got a little little shook up right there. Might take an injury timeout. Looks like he's in pain. We're uh, we're gonna take a break right here. Hope everything's okay with him. Just Radio Alabama Sports uh, .net station list two to Federal High School Football Game of the Week presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back momentarily. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. 
Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sulacaga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sulacaga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank, offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Welcome back to this football game, Pebble High School football game of the week on RadioAlabamaSports.net. And uh, Brock Edwards fights and, and pushes his way forward to his own 34-yard line. And uh, that's going to bring up about a third and six, third and seven right here. And three minutes to go, 259, 258. The Wolves are up 16 to 14. Scored 16 unanswered. And uh, it's as clutch moments in the game as the Bobcats had two timeouts left. The Wolves only one. And uh, not much time left to go. We'll see what they do as Brock Edwards breaks the huddle. Yeah, this will probably be the biggest third down we've seen all game. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you there, Jacob, as Brock Edwards scans the field, steps up, pumps, gets the snap, fakes it to Woodham, goes up the middle, and he's taken down well short of the fourth or the first down. He's going to be looking at about a fourth and one or fourth and two situation right here. And obviously, if you're the Woodland Bobcats, you're going to roll the dice and you're going to go for it as the clock goes to 214, 213. And it's going to stop at 2.13 because there's been a timeout called by the Woodland Bobcats. And we're going to keep it here since we just had a break. And uh, we want to thank Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Obviously, go bank with those guys doing a good job. Uh, Far and Gory, Radio Alabama Sports, State Farm, Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College. And last but certainly not least, Area Real Estate with Bill Farr and his staff. And I heard on the commercial, I believe it was Blake Farr, too. So them guys, they, they're doing a great job uh, over there. Like I said, if you don't like your neighbors, want to get out, call them. 256-249-3727. See Stephen Jane Garris at Garris Specialties in Pawn in downtown Sylacauga. With loans as as $5, not to everything about tax season. Garris Specialties, downtown Sylacauga. Also, want to tell you to tune in to RadioAlabamaSports.net on the Calmer Sports Network next Thursday evening as they take on Childersburg. Uh, first time those two teams have uh, faced off in a little while, I do believe. They didn't play last season, did they? They did not. They haven't played in probably five or six years. Well, they're bringing back that rivalry. Comers football programs on the up-and-coming. Childersburg is, too. Going to be a great game. Uh, so tune in with Greg Wyckoff and uh, those guys over there with on that sports network. They do a great job calling the games. And uh, looking forward to when Fevel plays Comer, and hopefully we'll win because when you're at Fevel, you don't like Comer. <laughs> yeah, last That's actually year. That's your alma mater. Yeah, last year's game, you know, Sitting on the fence, you know, I hated it for Fayetteville, but, you know, Comer made a good run in the playoffs. I'd like to see that happen with the Wolves this year. Yeah, I would like to see that as well. And uh, oh, Just once again, tune in Thursday evening. Comer and uh, Childersburg, I believe it starts at 7. Uh, pre-game should be 6.30. Edwards takes a snap. Powers forward. He's met. He don't have the first down. He stopped. He stopped short. Turnover on downs. Fable football with two minutes left to go, and they're at the 40-yard line. Man, I don't know what Mark Reed did to this defense, but, man, I'm liking what I'm seeing right now. Mark Reed is a scary man, and, wow, that's a generous spot. It did not look like he made it that far. Very, very bad call by the officials. 
I don't know how they came up with that one, but it does make the game more interesting, so I'm ready to see what's going to happen. Yeah, with two minutes and six seconds left, you know, you got to make stops if you're the Fayetteville defense. Yep, and that was a stop by the looks up here, but like I said, those guys can see it better down there, so this just adds interest to it, so let's see what happens. Edwards sitting at the 35-yard line. Looks like Fayetteville's bringing pressure. They send Bowling to the outside. No, he caught it. He's at the 30, at the 20, at the 10, at the goal line. Touchdown, Woodland. Well, bad coverage on part of the Wolves. And um, Woodland capitalized on it as they went six points right there to the end zone. They take the lead 20 to 16. Yeah, that definitely should have been a Fayetteville football, but, you know, the referee saw otherwise and, Woodland capitalized, and now the Wolves have got an uphill climb in the last minute and a half of this game. Well, nevertheless, even when there is a bad call, which that was blatantly obviously bad, however, you can't use that as an excuse when you're the Wolves. When you're a good team, you don't use that as an excuse. They won't use it as an excuse, and uh, they should have covered. They didn't cover, so they uh, they uh, obviously are going to have, like you said, an uphill climb with the last minute and 39 seconds. Well... That deflated my bubble, but we're still here. We got a great game, and like I said, that first down made things more interesting, so let's see what unfolds. And they're going to go for two to make this a six-point ball game. Edwards up the middle, and he is stuffed. Well, at the Pebble Wolves, about to receive the kickoff, and uh, this stand, this stadium here on the uh, home team, they're making a lot of noise, and the Wolves are going to have a hard battle in order to get back into this game. I mean, they're in the game, don't get me wrong, but they're going to have a difficult time winning this game, especially with this kicker having the leg he did, uh, Butler pinning them deep. Yeah, a minute and 30 seconds to go, you can expect this crowd on these metal bleachers. It's going to be tough to hear. Even me and you standing beside each other, it's going to be exactly. tough to Exactly, this hear. Qu- crowd went loud, and, of course, we kind of went quiet because I got sad, but, you know, uh, it is hard to hear for us up here when they go crazy, and I think that's awesome. The harder it is for us to hear when the home team or whichever side we're at, uh, when something good happens with their team, I think that's awesome. It shows people are getting in the spirit and showing their team pride, and I, I love to see it. I'll, I'll be okay with being hard of hearing and, and not being able to hear myself talk, you know. You know, it's good even with the reduced capacity rule. I mean, there's still a good crowd here tonight. There's about as good of a crowd as there would have been without the reduced capacity is what it seems like. Which I don't know that they ever actually measured capacity in high school football games anyways. So So everybody, yeah, yeah, come on in. You get a ticket. (laughs) You get a ticket. Butler, look to the left, looks to the right. And he squib kicks it in the middle to number 12. Takes a licking at the 41-yard line, and he's going to have it out to the 42. Minute and 33 seconds left to go in the game. The Federal's going to set up shop at the uh, 42-yard line, and we'll see what they're going to do here. One timeout, minute and 33 seconds, down by four. Obviously can't kick a field goal. They need six. Yeah, we're not starting out with ideal field position, but it is manageable in this last minute and 33 seconds. You're going to have to definitely move the ball right here. You're going to have to throw the ball. But that's one disadvantage. Woodland knows you're going to have to throw the football. So 
Uh, that defense is going to drop guys deep, and hopefully the Wolves can capitalize. Yeah. Shotgun formation. The Loach scans the field, takes a snap, drops back. They only send three guys. Airs one deep to Pacey. Oh, and it's out of the hands of Casey Smith, I do believe. And DeLoach almost caught it on the bobble. That would have been the play that we needed right there. Yeah. If DeLoach would have had just another step, then uh, we might have would have seen a touchdown right there. But A minute and 25 seconds to go. Second and 10 under 41. Let's see what the Federal Wolves do here. Yeah, John Limbaugh's definitely thinking what everybody else in this stadium's thinking, and that's, you know, Fayetteville's got to throw the football. Exactly. They line up in the shotgun formation. Luke White, Jacob Weiss, far side of the field. Camden Keaton, uh, Zeke Loach on the near side of the field. Takes the snap. Loach. Uh, low snap. Picks it up. They send three. Loach drops back. Scans the field. Airs it out. He's got a man. Oh, it's almost intercepted by Brock Edwards. Falls to the ground. Overthrew Camden Keaton. And uh, that'll bring up third and ten with a minute and 15 seconds to go. Wow, what a game. Man, it's been exciting, you know. Love to see the scoreboard with different numbers and different sides of it. But, you know, like you said, this game's been exciting from start to finish. You know, Jacob, like you were talking before this game started, the Wolves only play one half of football. Most of the time they would get a lead and then let it diminish the second half. But with this game, we've seen – they didn't play in the first half, and they've come to play in the second half, so they only played one half. Lining up, three receivers on one side, one to the other. Takes a snap. Deloach drops back. Third and ten. Scanning, scanning, running. Running for his life. Well, intercepted by Brock Edwards at the 40. Ladies and gentlemen, the fat lady has sung. This game is now over, pending a couple kneels by QB Brock Edwards. And with Fayetteville with one timeout, you know that that's, that's pretty much going to be the outcome of this game. Yep. You know, just hate to see that. They fought so hard. They came up short, but that's what happens when you only play one quarter or one half of football, rather, excuse me. And uh, Coach Limbaugh, I know he's got sportsmanship, and so he's just going to let him nail this down and and call it a game. But one thing that works in our advantage after this game is we do have a bye week next Friday, and that gives you almost two weeks to get better and build off of what you did in the second half in this game. Absolutely, it sure does. I thought they would nail it, but you would I guess think. not. You're risking a fumble, you know. Not, not sure what that was about. I mean, I'm all about getting extra yards, but you're risking a fumble, but maybe they nail it right here. But not only are you risking a fumble, you're also, you know, risking injury to Brock Edwards. You're arguably the best player on this team. Yeah. Brock Edwards definitely holds his own, can play both sides of the ball. I would say snap it to him, let him nail it, call it a game. My personal opinion, not everybody agrees, but I would have to say that would be the – best course of action and it looks like that's probably what they'll do here or either let him run it and just dive into the ground takes the snap no he's gonna run it and that'll be the final play of the game as we're five four three two 
1-0. Your final score from the Woodland High School Football Stadium. Your Woodland Bobcats 20, the visiting Federal Wolves 16. As this game concludes, both teams go out there. Great sportsmanship by guys. You didn't see any dirty hits. Love to see it. Uh, good game with those guys going out, shaking hands. I'm not sure exactly what they can do with uh, – oh. Oh, they can't shake hands because of the COVID hoax. So um, they can't go out there and shake hands. Unsocial distancing is what they're having to do right now. And so, oh, arm lengths apart. Very pathetic. Um, well, I'm not sure what we're doing now. But this looks different. Well, oh, um, I guess just a unique way of staying good games. Well, we're gonna uh, take a break, and when we come back, we'll have the post game show. Before I say something I don't need to say, so you're listening to the Fayetteville High School Football Game of the Week on Radio Alabama Sports, presented by Coots Pines Federal Credit Union. We'll be back momentarily with your post game show. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. At Central Alabama Community College, you can be anything you wish to be. Don't put your future on hold and don't settle for less than excellence. We are Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. CACC.edu. You need more control over your money. Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union makes it easy with the CP Card Command app. Set spending limits, receive notifications. by Garrett Specialties today. You never know what you'll find. Garrett Specialties in Pond. Behind Pete's Feed and Seed on West 2nd Street in Sylacauga. Harvey's on Noble has it all for everyone. Harvey's is the perfect combination of a fine, family-friendly, hometown restaurant, and event venue for weddings, receptions, parties, and more. Harvey's on Noble. 280 North Anniston Avenue in Sylacauga. Have you started prepping for deer season? Oak Grove Feed and Tech has all the supplies that you need. Stock up on corn, seeds, or mixes, like their best-selling triple grip mix today. Oak Grove Feed and Tech, located on Highway 280, next to Vaden Toyota. Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga has the best banking solutions for you. Checking, savings, and more. Opening an account is easy. Learn more by downloading the Renaissance Bank app. Hi, this is Donna Brown, branch manager of Renaissance Bank in Sylacauga. Come see us on James Payton Boulevard in Sylacauga. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Today, you're connected more than ever. Your friends, your family, your life. And banking is what you do on your time, anywhere you like. Renaissance understands how you bank. 
offering mobile banking services you need. At Renaissance, we also understand that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers. That's why Renaissance has more than 170 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Renaissance Bank, understanding you. Member FDIC. since March with actual fans in attendance, not like they're doing with baseball and basketball and what have you with that. We love being a part of it. Unfortunately, our hometown, Federal Wolves, uh, came up short here in Woodland by a score of 20-16. to 16. One thing I will point out before we get up into the post game and what teams could have done better and what they did execute well, bit off of, I want to say there was no dirty play by both teams. Highly respect both teams. I didn't see any jawjacking or... Um, any disrespect to other players or any kind of dirty hits during the game. Good, clean football. Refs done a great job. Excuse me, officials did a great job uh, calling the game. Everybody's just super great folks here. We've been very welcome. So give out a shout-out to the Woodland organization uh, for all their, their help and everything. And so, Jacob, what do you think that Woodland can take out of this? And what's some... Uh, pros and some cons coming out of this game well you got to look at uh brock edwards first you know he is definitely the anchor of this team both offensively and defensively um he made key plays when he needed to and he adjusted very well to what Fayetteville was throwing at him the entire game and uh Willen just needs to build off of him and you know carry the momentum they had tonight forward I would have to say I 100% agree with you on that, Jacob. I think that um, I do think that there's a lot of positives you can build off on Woodland. One negative I will say coming out of this game is they definitely do not need to get comfortable with the lead. You saw they got comfortable with that 14 nothing lead, let it slip slip away, and gained it back with a 40 minute 40 to go before the end of the game. Yeah, they. Uh... I mean, halfway through the third quarter, you saw their defensive players with hands on their hips, almost like they gave up. And then one play shifted momentum their way, and they capitalized on it and ultimately won this game. Absolutely. You know, like you said, Brock Edwards, man, that guy can do everything. I will say they need to open the playbook up a little more again some different formations when they go to play other teams because the you know the wolves were struggling to stop them first half but other teams will catch on to that real quick they play ranburn they play randolph county probably i don't know who all they play but um those guys can catch on to that quicker and they're looking at a blowout if they don't get that playbook opened up a little bit and so I see that as, as kind of a negative, but there also are positives. you got some guys in the backfield that run in that triple option, that unique triple option they're running, I think definitely has its benefits, no doubt. 
Yeah, anytime you have three athletes in the backfield, a triple option is, you know, anything will work. You know, keep using it. Absolutely, I would agree with that. Uh, what's some positives you would take out from the Wolves' uh, close loss tonight, and what's some negatives you'll take? Well, the positive has to be that defense in the second half. Well, really, let me go back to the last drive of the second quarter. You know, it was third. It was, uh, what was it, third and goal from the three? Yep, yep. And then they pushed them back and pushed them back. You know, and ultimately it was like, what, fourth and goal from the 17? Yeah, it was like fourth and goal from the, nine, you know, 17, 18, 19. Uh, that I will agree with that. That was a key stop, and it shifted the momentum and ultimately almost led to their victory. Uh, one thing I will have to say about the Wolves, John Limbaugh's going to have to open up that playbook and not wear out a play. He's beating the dead horse with some of those. And, uh, you know, he did have success, though, so I'm not faulting him there. But you got to get that thing opened up and not wait until the second half when you're already trailing by 14. They do that in the first half. They win this game by 20. Yeah, one thing I noticed, and you noticed too, and you just touched on it, was, you know, probably 10 plays in a row from the same formation. Yeah. And probably through the second, after the second play, it wasn't working anymore, but you just kept going through it. You know, you can't do that in this game. Exactly. Especially with defense like Woodland, when they finally caught on to what was going on, man, they capitalized. And, uh, what is, um, what's, who's Fable's next opponent? Horseshoe Ben. Horseshoe Ben. Horseshoe Ben is going to watch that on tape. That was a tough matchup last year, and it's going to be a tough game again this year. So, you know, they're going to have to open that up. They're not going to expect to go in there because Horseshoe Ben's going to be looking at that, and they're going to see, hey, you know, they they ran this play over and over and over again. Yeah, Horseshoe Ben. You know, we went to Horseshoe Ben last year, and we beat them, and they're going to be looking for retribution coming to our place in two weeks. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more with you on that. And, and, and so, yeah, we just been informed that Horseshoe Bend won tonight, so they will have momentum. Yeah, you have an zero and one Pebble squad in two weeks coming in Labor Day weekend. Everybody will be all hyped up about that. Uh, unfortunately, I won't be able to be there for that one, so you'll be the color guy, and KJ will be leading things off for y'all. But um, you know, I've just I've had a great time, man. Glad to have you here with the team, and uh, hopefully next time the Wolves won't come up short and they'll get the win against Horseshoe Bend, who will have momentum. Uh, good luck to Woodland and their season. Brock Elwood done a fine job. And uh, hopefully John Limbaugh and, and Mark Reed and company will will get the train on the tracks and, and get some momentum going and hopefully make another run at the playoffs. Uh, any last closing thoughts you got, Jacob? Man, it was fun. I, I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity you know, to do something I've always wanted to do, man. Uh, like I said, it was fun tonight, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. But you have that unknown. Will we have a rest of the season? By golly, we better, man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not even going to get started. We're looking forward to a good season. Hopefully we won't have any drawbacks. And um, thank you to all our listeners, all of y'all out there. Thank you for bearing with us through technical difficulties. If we had any of them, if we stuttered, sounded bad, you know, we're learning, we're growing. We appreciate your patience. We love our listeners. Um, give us feedback. And uh, we, just, we appreciate y'all. Go Wolves. Uh, one of the last things I got to say, and uh, we're looking forward to Fevel marching on the rest of this year, and hopefully the next time I call a game, it'll be at home, and we'll get to see that Fevel marching band out there doing great things. 
All right, so this has been the Fetville uh, High School football game of the week. We had the pregame, the, uh, the game itself, obviously, and now the postgame show as presented. <clears throat> that, excuse me, it's on the radio, I don't know, uh, presented by Coos Pines Federal Credit Union. Thank you to all our sponsors, all those guys that make this possible. Um, uh, thank you for the Lee and the staff there, Michael, all those guys. And uh, hopefully Silicaga came back from that deficit they had. We appreciate you listening. Everybody have a great night and a great weekend. And this has been Blake Bagley and Jacob Bassett with your call on the Federal versus Woodland game final outcome, Woodland 20 and Federal 16. And this will conclude this night tonight's action, and we thank you to all who listened.